What's up, everybody? Listen, before we get the podcast started, we just want to say thank you to everyone that's been supporting us. Thank you to everyone who has been purchasing the shirts. Buy more, suckers. Buy more. I actually have the official Jiu-Jitsu Radio t-shirt uh, going up in the store soon, so keep an eye out for that. In the meantime, go to jujitsuradio.com for all the latest news, updates. I'm, uh, I'm working on updating that more regularly, so please go ahead and sign up for the newsletter, jujitsuradio.com. Don't forget, you can follow us individually and the podcast. You can follow the podcast Instagram at Jujitsu Radio. You can follow Sean at Gorilla Boy BJJ. And you can follow me at Sonder Marketing. And if you've been following me the last few weeks, you see that uh, you got a lot of behind the sneak, uh, behind the scenes sneak peeks. <laughs> That's very hard to say. Behind the sneak scenes peeks. Behind the scenes sneak peeks. Anyway, so make sure you follow Sonder Marketing on Instagram. Follow Sean. Follow the podcast. And most of all, don't forget to support the podcast by supporting our sponsors. Check out Chocaloha.com. You see this shirt? I see it. It's a sexy shirt. I thought it was stained, but then I remembered it's the universe. You thought it was stained? No, those are actually sandwich crumbs. Sorry. So that was sandwich crumbs. Those were sandwich crumbs. No, but there crumbs. are stars in the shirt. There are stars. Those are not stains. Right. But if you missed out on this shirt, that sucks to be you. But there's a lot of cool new gear coming out on Chocoloha, especially the new little Paradise shirt and uh, Rash Guard set that they got going on. You can get yours at discount when you use the promo code Jujitsu Radio. At the checkout, you'll get 20% off regardless of if it's brand new or if it's on sale. You will still get 20% off your entire purchase. That's a better discount than you get when they give out sales. By the way. What's up? Not This isn't just because they're sponsors awesome. of the show. And this isn't just because, you know, I discovered the brand. No. No, but I continue. I no, definitely um, But they're my. they literally make my favorite rash guards. I love everything about them. But you don't even have the new rash guard. I do have the new rash guard. I don't have, have the the newest. I don't have the one with the leaves on it. The new new. Yeah, I don't have that. But I have two of the older rash guards, and they're my favorite rash guards. They're but you want to know something? You want to know something about that new rash guard? What about it? You can get it twenty percent off when you use the promo code Jujitsu Radio. You thought you were going to get a free rash guard. Go fuck no, yourself. No, I did not. I figured you were going to tell me that it's your favorite brand too. It actually is, and it can be yours. And you can get it at a discount when you go to Chocoloha.com. Use the promo code Jiu-Jitsu Radio. And listen, there's a lot of shit going on right now. People are freaking the fuck out about this whole Corona thing. Soap and water will do you good. And you can get your soap at JujitsuSoapCo.com with a special discount. I mean, you get to literally save your own life, smell sexy, and you get it at a discount. When you use the promo code JJ Radio at checkout, you'll get 10% off. I actually need to put a order tonight because I'm running out of the bars and they're actually really fucking good. I need to get you a bar, huh? I need you got to get like a whole slew of these bars because you. I'm you, waiting for my signature bar to come out. Yeah, we actually got to work on that. That that I've been meaning to talk to you about. We are working on putting together a signature bar. So, first come, first serve. But we'll let you know when that comes out. In the meantime, you can go get your own jujitsu soap. At jujitsusoapco.com, promo code JJ Radio at checkout, you will get 10% off. And finally, last but not least, don't forget to check out our homies over at giraffechoke.com. You will get 25% off any order of $99 or more and free shipping when you use the promo code JJ Radio at checkout. I always get compliments on the hats. The hats are actually one of my favorite pieces of swag at giraffechoke.com. 
get yours use the promo code jj radio at checkout and you can be cool like me you can either get one of these chocoloa shirts at chocoloa.com you can go to draft choke pick up a hat pick up your own t-shirt do whatever you want just let them know we sent you and they'll hook you up now we got a lot of stuff to cover because today is the day today is episode 100 100 so we're gonna keep it 100 on this one here we go let's get this party started Here's the deal, I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence, and nobody can hang with my stuff. Kiss dealing, woo, wheeling, dealing, limousine right, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Woo! Here we go to 100 cheers. cheers. Cheers to all of you. Thank you for everyone that's been sticking with us with 100 shows. Keeping it real 100% oh, of the time. Man, that tastes so good. I just finished training. Second training session in six weeks because I've been sick with your whole shit talking about calling my baby, my baby bird um, uh, immune system. Immune system. Man, I was so bad. So one, actually, I didn't get, I got to train once a week and a half out from Miami Open, and I haven't trained since. I fucked up my back in Miami Open. Then I had uh, a marketing conference I had to go to, and I was still sick. I lost my voice completely, and I had to present. I had to do a speech. So I had 10 days of antibiotics during... Um, the Miami Open, excuse me, and got off of it, got sick twice as bad. I had to get on like extra super strong overdose of uh, antibiotics. And actually the first day I took them, it hit me like 10 times as hard. I was so fucking done. So I was down for the count for, for an entire day. I couldn't like do anything. My nose, you might as well just have like a faucet on. I was just dying. Yeah, it was gross. And then, um, so the antibiotics finally kicked in. I only got like two days left, man. But I was dying. It was the worst sinus infection infection I've had in a while. So I didn't get the corona, but I've had a really bad sinus I'm, infection. I'm, you're actually like when when they've talked about it, you're one of the people I go. Ugh, yeah. Hope you don't get it. No, for sure. Because like my immune system is shit right now. Yeah, and then they that the, the people who are most at risk are people that have respiratory issues. Respiratory issues and. Uh, immune, uh, like my immune system has gotten a lot better the last couple of years. Um, but I'm just super careful. The thing that I get more than anything is those sinus infections. I never get like colds or flus that often. Like I definitely get like a cold once a year. I, I used to get them like a lot, like probably a good seven or eight times a year. Um, so I've definitely done a lot to, to boost it up, but the sinus infection is still my, my weak point. Ever since I had the surgery for the deviated septum, it's been just a shit show, man. It's just a shit show. And finally, now that I have health insurance, I have to go and, and try and see if I can get them to, to pay for it and get it fixed up again. But that guy fucked me up, man. Like, it's gotten to the point I'm an expert on sinus infections. Not only, like, do I can sit there and have a legitimate medical conversation with a physician about what's going on, the symptoms, the medications, and all that stuff... But I can tell you the instant that I have it, 
I can already feel it. I'll feel just like this weird tinge right in this exact spot. I'm like, oh, I have it. And I've literally, the, the last couple of times I had it, it's like, oh, it's there. And I'll do everything I can to fight it off. But it's been a rough, rough six weeks. So I just, now I'm starting to feel better. Well, today's, or not today, this week has been the first week I've been back training. Um, took three weeks off. Or no, no you're back your leg, right? Yeah. Um, been stretching it, been getting it stretched by Ian. Um, it's been, it's been terrible, but I've been able to swim luckily. Yeah. Um, not the first week, but the second week I was finally able to swim again. You know what? It's funny. You like, I got to give you this exercise that I just started doing again that I used to do all the time and it'll hit that like muscle. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, and it's not like just doing like it's got to be the outside because it is, no. it's not the inside. No, I'm telling you, I gotta, I'll give you the exercise. I'll show you after, but it was actually Flex's brother Luke, who is now the, who's now one of the coaches for the Penn State rugby team. He's the one that gave me this exercise, and it's uh, it's huge for for the hips, the hamstrings, and balance and everything. So I'll show you afterwards to, for sure. Yeah. It's it, I I need it. That was uh, so I finally posted the the bit of the match where I showed where I got mm-hmm. got uh, up. jacked up. Um, people kept asking me. I'm like, well, this is what happened. And, yeah. Um, <clears throat> Excuse me. You know, it, it was it. You wouldn't think, you know, being down one leg. You know, and there was. A, there was guys with one leg actually one leg competing competing. yeah um but it was the pain yeah you know and and dealing with that pain for the last three weeks was has been fun but i've been figuring it out going slow 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 yeah but i i was able to come back this week um feeling good feeling good uh because you know i've been resting my body swimming um but it's it's funny is is I I made that a post today go see it at Gorilla Boy BJJ and I, where I post the picture of the video, and, or post the video where I got hurt, and it doesn't seem like it was that much of a thing. Like if you don't know that it happened, you'd be yeah. like, why is he why is he crying? If someone if someone doesn't know you and how you roll, like you wouldn't even think something happened. And and it it was true. It's like in, in jujitsu. So I lost. I got my ass kicked. But I, again, I really don't consider it I, I considered it a learning uh experience. opportunity experience because what did i learn i learned i gotta get healthier hamstrings my hamstrings yeah. we've talked about it my hamstrings are the worst my legs don't go straight they're always yeah but bad. a lot of people are like that yeah a lot of people are like that and i mean i can't i'm the most flexible person yeah like with my hips in and bringing my feet up yeah but as far as straightening my leg, I just can't do it. So that has been my goal, and that's what I'm going to continue to do is continue to stretch my hamstring. It's funny because it's like with what we do, like we could sit there and literally pick up someone 300 pounds with our legs, move them around. Like that's what we do. But if you put me in like an acro yoga where you got to keep your legs straight and keep somebody up there, I can't. I can't do no. that to save my life. Maybe I could hold it two three seconds after that it's just uh it's out the well, window it's it's funny as ian you would would straighten my leg yeah and, and it's it, insane pain oh me, yeah. like just straightening just straightening my leg it's like uh. i've always had that issue i haven't i've never been able to like i can touch my toes 
but it's like there's a slight bend in your knee you gotta yeah like or i have to really kind of do it two three times to warm up and really focus on my back so i can straighten out the legs but i'll show you the exercise and i'll tell you did i i didn't send you that bill superfoot wallace exercise no, no i gotta send you that because that one's a big one too if i stay consistent on it it always helps me out but the coolest thing about being down was uh we haven't gotten to talk about it Last, not this Friday, not this past Friday, but the Friday before last, my grandmother calls me Mm-mm. and she goes, you got a package here. Uh oh. And I go, I didn't order anything. She goes, it's yeah. pretty heavy. And I go, well, where's is it, it from? Bomb? <laughs> and she goes, she, she goes, S-H-O-Y-O-R-O-L-L. And I'm like, and I immediately start going, did I order a key? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And why did it go to my grandmother's house? Yeah. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm like, no. And I go, and I go to my grandmother's house, and there's the box. I open up the box, and there's two geese in there. Oh, you got two? I got two geese. Oh, nice. And I was like, what's going on here? Mm. And uh, I was like, I'm pulling up my account, and I'm like, because I looked at the, uh, they sent like a uh, invoice. Right. I looked on the account. I looked at the date, April or February or 20-something. And I'm looking, I'm like, no, I didn't order anything. I log on to my show your roll account. Yeah, yeah. No, Just I didn't buy sure anything. didn't Yeah, like, like, I was like, because sometimes, you, you know what you'll do is you'll, like, you'll shop something and you'll put it in your cart. And, and you'll be walk like, off. no, I better not do that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so I called him on my way to the gym, on my way to teach. And I was like, guys, I, I got two geese, but I don't, I didn't, I don't order anything. Is there something, yeah. you know, and. They put me on the phone and I oh I can't remember his name I want to can't remember his name but um he's like yeah dude we saw that you went through the paperwork to become sponsored a couple a couple months ago I go wait a second that was like a couple years ago yeah yeah he goes are you serious I go yeah dude I go that's been years yeah, yeah and he goes well we saw you know how much you you know how long you've been a customer and how loyal you've been with us so I wanted to gift those to you and hopefully start the relationship up about you know uh becoming uh, coming on to show your role nice and i was like awesome dude i mean i pr- i truly appreciate it yeah um but i was down while that came so i didn't i didn't really do anything so i but yeah. i i posted a pic today of the one of the geese i sent me and i'll probably post the other pic on friday so which geese did they send you they sent me that black competitor mm-hmm. with a black and uh the black and red black the red and white yeah. uh colorway and then Sent me what, uh, the magic kimono, the white one with the uh, white and gray. Oh, the original magic. I don't know if it's original. Well, there was two. I think there was two. I yeah, think there was it didn't two releases. Come in because the, the this one was a little bit different from. So I think it was the second one. Yeah. But dude, I was like, this is rad, and it yeah, talked awesome. Talk about customer retention. Yeah. That's how you retain customers. Well, I mean. Gosh, how much money did we spend on show your well, own? Well, you can. The cool you thing about show your, own, show your own, you can literally look and see how much money you spent over yeah. the years. I I looked at that number once or twice, and I'm, I'm like, I can't go back and look. Well, well just so you know, mine's more than four thousand dollars. Oh yeah, yeah, no, mine too, for sure. Maybe more, maybe yeah. more than five thousand dollars. I am definitely. But since two thousand and twelve, I think yeah. I am definitely in the uh, 10 k range. Cause I remember I bought a bunch of geese, and then I hit. I got lucky on the vault as well, 
So I got like two or three Yeez when we, when I got into the vault. So and that's not including the ones I bought on eBay. The ones that I got second hand too. So I definitely spent a lot of money. Yeah. Well, there's there's two Yeez <laughs> though, two Yeez that are still my uh, favorite. My unicorns. I got two unicorn geese out there. The Rio. The Rio Koi. For those of you that don't know, it was a white gee, green and yellow with a koi. It was the art by artwork by John Smalls. Yeah, but the, there was a koi. Like, was it, it was on, a koi fish. Was it part of a rash guard in there, or was it just... It's like a very small partial shoulder rash guard lining. Right. It wasn't an entire lining. The only time that they did like an entire lining was the T-bone gee. That was like all plaid on the inside. Yeah, and then my other one is the uh, Seventh Son. I thought the it origi- was the original. I thought it was that Rasta one that that I Foster have gave that. you. Yeah. I heard, why would I? I don't need. I got that one. Oh, okay, so you're saying the unicorns that you still want? I still need. I actually sold both of my Rio Koi's. So I, I need the Rio Koi, and I need that the original Seventh Son, not the one with the snakes. Yeah, the original like the orange black one. and orange one, man. Yeah. That thing was like. I don't know what it is about black. I love black cool and colorway. orange together. Yeah, no, it's a cool colorway. That was, that's a nice key. That was one that was that one and the Lord of the Rings one was probably the most counterfeit one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised they never tried to re-release the that one. It was always the the Rio and the 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 White Mamba for me, but getting the White Mamba was impossible. So, I mean, I like the the competitor reissue, like the Black Mambas one. So I bought both of those. Fuck, man. Like, I had, I got both of those. I have the Jazari Gi. I wanted to get the second Jazari Gi, but it's just, I never got it. I had a bunch of the competitors. I had the Joker Gi. I didn't like the Batman one because I knew how much it, it, like, leaked. Like, it just bled. Mine never bled. Yours didn't, but a lot, a lot of people did. A lot of people. No, yours did because I remember you had the issue with the rope, the or the uh, the belt loops bled like very little. No. Some people had more issues than others, though. Yeah, I didn't have any. Not with that one. The, the Optimus one. Prime was nice. The Superman one was always nice. I remember the photo. Of that one was Foster. Um, yeah, they got a ton of really, really nice keys. The, the one of my more recent ones was Albino and Prado, the the blue one. Yeah, with I the, have that one with too. the red. It's oh, kind of you got the red one. Yeah, it's blue with a red, uh, uh, like patch on the shirt. It's beautiful. Speaking of geese, so <clears throat> one thing that we haven't talked about. So actually, I have the medal in the car. So a week ago, is it a week ago? No, two weeks ago. Uh, in the midst of this whole sinus infection, I actually did my first 10k, and I ran on the space shuttle runway. How was that? Surprisingly, very little to no security. There was no security. Literally, at no point, like, going through the metal detectors, they just made us, like, raise our hands, and we just walked right well, in. what are you going to do? You're, you're dressed to run. It's not like you're going to be carrying. I mean, it was, so here's the thing. I did the 10K in my gi. I put on, I have photos and stuff. I put on my, my want versus need gi, belt. Everything just went out there, had my running shoes, and I did 10K. But what sucked is... Why? Because I felt like it. And it was also cold. The funny... Okay. It, it worked out. So it was actually uh, in the 40s and 50s. 
But I was like, I want to do it in my gi. I mean, I've sat there and cut weight and ran with it so many times. So it was cold. So it actually worked out perfect. I was extremely comfortable. The only thing that sucked is I was in the middle of having the sinus infection. And I wasn't even on my second uh, batch of antibiotics. So I would run and then I literally my lungs would cramp. And I'd have to like slow down and walk. Run, walk, run, walk. I still managed to do uh, 12 minute miles considering i don't know how long 10k is how many miles uh six miles so i'm thinking it's an easy runway three mile runway a three mile runway bro it's fucking what is it is it a straight way oh it's a straight line it's it's the three miles it's the landing strip they need three miles of landing strip they need three miles of landing strip now here's the thing it's not regular street concrete it's not even like the concrete here at the airport it's extremely dense. It's made specifically to carry the weight of the fucking space shuttle when it lands in or like jumbo jets and stuff like that if they have to come in. Man, that landing strip was so fucking long. It felt like forever. It's like at the end, there was like a little hut and like that hut is not getting any bigger. And what they did is they had a 5K and a 10K. So halfway people would split. So I'm like, oh, I see people turning around already. And I'm like, oh, shit, I got to keep going. Dude, it was so fucking long. So we got there at... Who'd you do it with? Uh, some friends of mine. So we got there at 6 a.m. 6 or 7, 6, like 6.37. Had to wait, got on the buses. Didn't run until really like 8, 9 o'clock. Man, it fucking took forever. I actually have the medal. I was going to run out and get it real quick. It's pretty kind of, it's pretty dope, actually. Like, but would I do it again? Uh, if I felt good, yeah, I would do that one. Would I do a regular 10K? No, not to see my life. I, you know what would be boring. a cool 10K is the ones they do in Disney. No, they're not that fun. Why? You don't get to go in? Like, no. it doesn't bring you in the parks? No, you don't get to run in the park. You, get, you run mind. outside. And then even what's because I wanted to do it. I want to do the Star Wars one. I think it's like this weekend or something. The medals are fucking awesome. Don't get me wrong. The medals are fucking awesome. But you pay like 300 to 500 bucks to run. You get the medal. You don't even get a discount to go into the park. Like they don't give you a discount. They don't let you in to go to the park after you finish running. And you don't even get like a free shirt. They give you a virtual goodie bag. They give you like here's some codes and get some free downloads of like photos and stuff and wallpapers for your computer. Nope. See what I'm saying? That's why I was like, that's why I haven't done it because I would love it, man. If you look at no, the, well, for that price, they should give you a ticket into the park. That's what I'm saying. So that's why I haven't done it. But the medals are dope. So now there's actually two different races that they do in the Space Coast. I found out. So the one I did was called Gateway to Space, and that's the one where you actually run on the runway. Which is awesome. Like you go and like the space shuttles there. There's certain marks on the on the landing strip that tell you like historical points. Like this is where the last Atlantis stopped. This is where the last like Challenger stopped. And, and you see the marks, like the tire marks and stuff. So it's awesome. It's right, really right, right. really cool. As someone that likes history and space, super fucking awesome. Like you're running. Aren't they going to restart see. the shuttle? Uh, or there's no. gonna be it's, no no. There's some new program they're gonna start in like. They do the SpaceX and stuff, but they're not restarting. No no. There's the something space starting shuttle. some NASA program starting in 2024. They're not. I think they're going to the moon again. I think that's. I think that's what they're looking. They to were. Do. They were talking about doing it where they want to actually like put people up on the moon. 
but the space shuttle program in its own. They're yeah, not but I, I don't know it. how else they're going to do it. Are they going to use a SpaceX ro- rocket? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's the same know. way how they do the Mars rover. They're planning on it. They did a study for Mars where they um, they got volunteers to live in isolation for well, a, a year. No, you can't, if you what you mean on Mars? No, not on Mars. They did the study here. Right. So they got people and they like they put them in like in an isolation chamber and for a year they can't see anybody or, or like they can only talk to them through the radio. So that to see what the psychological impacts are. Well, if it's a one-way ticket. If you go to Mars, it's yeah. a one-way ticket. It takes a year, I think, just to get there. I don't think it takes that long. Yeah. For them, I think it takes like a year to get there. I'm pretty sure. Here, I'll tell you what. You look it up. I'm going to go grab my awesome new metal to show you. But I'm pretty sure that they're not restarting the how long you guys watching me here how long will it take to get to mars please comment below and let us know how how long you think it'll take around seven months seven months to get to mars imagine oh man Imagine if you're a girl and you got pregnant right before you. Oh, it takes seven months. Seven months. Okay, so a year. So imagine this. Imagine you're a girl. Oh, that is cool. It's cool, right? And it moves. Ah. How dope is that? That's a good metal. Yeah, so for for those of you trying to look at it on on YouTube. huh, Huh? And it glows in the fucking dark. So, you know, yeah, this is what it only costs like 50 bucks to do, which is not bad. You should have just paid him 50 bucks and took the metal. I was actually going to try and steal it. So before you get into what I was going to say is so there's two races. So one of them is this one is Gateway to Space. And the other one is called like I think it's just called Space Coast or something like that. And they actually have if you do the race every year, you get a different medal. So like. Let's say if I do it three years in a row, every year I get a, like a new medal. If you do it once, you're only going to get that first medal. The, the fifth, either fifth or sixth medal, the final one you can get is like this fucking big. And it's an astronaut like on the moon with the flag and stuff. They're pretty fucking cool. They're like, it's fucking massive. I should have taken a photo of it, but it's like this big. So I'm thinking about doing that, but it's like a full marathon. So I don't know if I really want yeah. to learn that much. So you were saying, sorry. So if you're a, imagine you're a girl. Yeah, imagine you're a girl and like you you're you're going to Mars. You won, right? It's your dream, but right. your boyfriend has to stay here. And you, right before you leave, you just happen to get pregnant, hit it, and you end up pregnant. On your way, you fit, you start growing your belly on your way. I'm sure they probably have a contingency plan for that. Like they probably like force her to take like plan b pills you know what's weird is that baby will be the first baby born in space well it would be the first um native martian yeah <laughs> it would be i'm sure they probably this already time around so would that person would that make him the only person he would be a Martian. eligible you would be a martian he would be a martian he wouldn't be an he wouldn't be an earthling he'd be a martian 
I'm sure they already have plans for making that happen. If it you hasn't know there's already happened like already. The conspiracy theories that are that that was where we came from. Yeah, and then we moved here. Yeah, I believe it. I would believe it. It would make sense. I don't know. The weather is crap on that. World. Yeah, but I mean, it's going to get like that here on <laughs> Earth as well. So they're like, it's like we moved further out because like we completely ran out of resources on that planet. Or maybe what we've done is we've moved back and forth between the two planets. Like we wreck it. And then come back. And then, and then, and then we doable. figure out how to fix it again from, another, from the other planet. We fix it while we're wrecking the one we're on. Well, that's the, the whole uh, Aztec astronaut theory, right? You know what I'm talking about? Sort of. So there's like they found a bunch of hieroglyphs in a, uh, I think I guess it would be a pyramid in uh, in Mexico, and it's um, the spaceman, like the original spaceman. So it's actually this guy in a spaceship flying, and it's like one of those like some Aztec whatever chief. So it, if you look at it, he's literally flying a spaceship, like leaving Earth. So it's pretty crazy if you look it up. I forget obviously what it's called, but if you look at well, it's the actual weird. It's artwork, weird that there. I also heard that the the pyramids in in I think it's Mexico are are bigger than the pyramids in Egypt. Not not so much bigger, but they're like in the same a geographical uh, lineup. Yeah, something about well, because it it was based off of stars. <coughs> I don't know if it's true or not, but it's it is based off of a star alignment Aztec astronaut let's see um I well, there's I don't a lot know of weird true. stuff over no there. there's a lot a lot like, of like weird there, stuff. I can't remember there's these some these rocks that look like they were cut with lasers like oh that was uh and there's like Pumapunku. and there's like engravings in them yeah the Palenque astronaut You'd have to like zoom in and stuff to see the details and stuff. So basically, it's the guy like laying back and he's like in, in a rocket, like flying out. So yeah, if you if you're trying to figure out what the hell we're talking about, look up Palenque astronaut P A L E N Q U E. Uh, but you're thinking about I'm pretty sure it's Pumapunku the Pumapunku. Yeah, the rocks are basically like super laser cut, like fine tune, and like it's impossible to figure out how they did it. Yeah, there's tons of weird stuff like that. And there's the sun gate and things like that. My thing has always been the, the wall with the faces. You ever seen that one? Yeah, here they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Puma Punku, right? Yep. Um, there's a wall. I want to say it's in, like, Bolivia where it's actually, like, a quarter of a room. And there's a ton of different faces of people all o from all over the, the globe. And this was done like thousands and thousands of years ago. And one of the faces you look and you can tell it's like, oh, this is like a, a Viking. And this was like a, an Asian man. And then all of a sudden you see like alien face. It's pretty crazy. So there's tons of weird, crazy stuff like that. But either way, yeah, did the race. That was fun. Uh, I would probably do this 10K again just so I could get a better time because I was sick. But I don't know if I'd do the the marathon just for a bunch of different medals not really my thing but i did it it was something cool to, to be on the actual runway and stuff and right right be able to run you see like the giant um bay like the the space shuttle bays where they make all the rockets and spacex there's literally a a a, uh, a space shuttle right next to the runway next to the the uh the tower so it's cool like you're running and like as you pass by the bushes all of a sudden there's a fucking giant 
Space Shuttle. You don't realize how you. big they are. Yeah. Have you? When's the last time you went to Kennedy Space I've Center? I've never been to Kennedy Space what? Center. What? Never. Seriously, bro, you have to go. You have to go. So they have the Atlantis exhibit. I almost like don't want to spoil it for you, but it's probably one of those things that if you see it in person and you like you just watch the show that they have and the presentation. I've seen. You know where I've seen a, a space shuttle. Live launching? Uh, no, no, on top of a plane. Oh yeah, that's how they used to transport it from Houston. That's back the only time I've ever seen a space shuttle. I remember going, "Holy no. crap!" So get this. So if you watch this presentation, <laughs> it it is such an awesome feeling of the potential of human beings. That's extremely inspiring. It really makes you feel like, "Fuck, these people did something massive." It makes you feel like a POS, like, right? But so. You walk into this room, it's like pitch black, right? <clears throat> and they have kind of like a, a couple of screens and pitch, pitch black. And they project this whole video of like the history of flight and like space shuttles and stuff like that. And it keeps going and it's very theatrical and cinematic. And then out of nowhere, the screen, the wall that you're looking at all of a sudden becomes see-through and literally in your, like say I'm getting goosebumps, in your face is this the space shuttle point it right at your fucking dome so it's like oh wow this is so crazy and then all of a sudden it just clears out the wall clears out do they let you line it yeah yeah and then well into the actual space shuttle itself no but you walk into this giant room and it's hanging there the bay's open you see the arms so you can literally see right through it you can see tons of other pieces and you can walk around they have um like old rockets and stuff like that and then they have another show that's really cool where it shows like it simulates kind of like the the lunar landing. It's really cool, or um, or the it's the actual yeah, uh, yeah. lunar landing. Listen, if you had the camera angles right, you probably could play it off that way. Um, but no, it's really cool, dude. You should go. It's, I, w- I will someday. I've always wanted to. Dude, just go. Like even if you go for like a day, you just drive up there early in the morning. Welcome to space talk. Yeah, no right. But like it's the best twenty thirty bucks you'll you'll spend. It's a fucking blast. Yeah, it's I'll, a whole day thing. Yeah, yeah. I'll go. I'll go definitely. Um, should we get into? We should jiu-jitsu? probably talk about some jujitsu stuff. I mean, we did so, talk about. Hey, look, don't complain. We talked about geese. Yeah. So all right, big news of the day. IBJJF cancels Pan Americans today. It was actually announced what four hours ago. Um. Yeah. Think about all you Five people o'clock. get some extra time to train. So they don't say. So let's read. I'm going to read to you oh, the me. actual announcement that was made on the IBJJF website. Um, let me pull it up here. And it says. In an effort to prevent further spreading of COVID-19 or the coronavirus, the University of California, Irvine, has canceled all events with more than 100 participants. Unfortunately, because of this, we are unable to hold the 2020 Pan Jiu-Jitsu Championship as currently scheduled. We will be refunding every registered athlete while we continue to work with UCI officials on the possibility of holding the event at a later date. Please stay tuned for further updates. Where's it at? Where do they hold that? The pants at? This one is at the University of California, Irvine. Sometimes they've had it at the at the, uh, the pyramid Beach. at the Long Beach. Other times they've had it in Vegas. So it's. it's I don't know stuff. why. Like like, 
I I think it's cool to just have the worlds there. Yeah. At the at the pyramid, like it was cool winning. That's where I won mine. It's yeah. like, but I would wish they would bring that like the even the masters. Like if you're doing a world championship, I I, I like think change venues. I think it should all be done at the pyramid. That would be f- so like it's difficult to do, and that's that's I think could go into the whole other conversations that I was planning to have with you, but it's very difficult, what's difficult? to do. To to do that many events at the same venue because you have to book. It would that just up. be three. Yeah, they're already doing two. They do the Nogi Worlds there, and they do the Adult Worlds there. Right. It's just very difficult to book a venue repeatedly over and over again like that. It costs a lot of money. And then obviously Worlds is going to give you a different um, a different fan base or attendance base compared to Pan Ams. So and it has to, it's also a different amount of people that are competing. So it's you know you have to cater to that as well. Right. And and I get it like but I think to that pres- like there's something about being in that pyramid, that prestige, that yeah, it's like it's the aura of it, and it's like not that. <clears throat> I mean, no, I'm, I'm. It does. It takes away, like that one. The other worlds that I went to that were in Las Vegas. Yeah, it I, takes it takes away from like, it's not the same feeling. You know, it's like I think it's different for everybody because you're looking at it from a historical aspect. It's like the equivalent of someone wanting to fight at Madison Square Garden. Right. Fighting inside Madison Square Garden isn't the same as if you're fighting inside of like the T-Mobile Arena or Staples Center. Exactly. Like for me, I would sit there and say, like, I would love to say I played basketball inside Madison Square Garden or the Staples Center. For me, probably be more of the Staples Center. But it's. At the end of the day, irrelevant to the goal of actually winning. You just want that saying, like, I got to compete there and win. Well, no, but, it, like, there's a there's a different feeling. For sure. Because the way that the worlds are set up now, like, there's some bleachers. Yeah. But, like, the way that it's set up at the pyramid, it's like you have no choice but to look down and look into yeah. the bowl, the lower bowl where all the mats are. Well, I mean, where now I like when you go to go to the world's like the bleachers don't go up that high. First of all, yeah. they're, you know, they're like, like maybe 10 rows high or something yeah. like that. So it's like, it's just, it's just a different feeling for like, sure. Like and the atmosphere is different. Yeah. I mean, when they did ADCC, it was at the Anaheim Convention Center, but it wasn't at in the middle of the Anaheim like Convention Center. It was a small arena off to the side, which at first I was like, man, this is kind of weird. But then I realized this is a mini coliseum. The setup is great, you know, and they, it literally only gave us 50% of the venue because we weren't allowed to sit 360 around it. So we only had this half. The show was obviously projected that way as from like wrestling you understand right right no no yeah i get i get cutting yeah but but that's what makes the the pyramid so awesome is like it's not that big yeah you know what i'm saying it's not like you get lost in it like where you could get lost in some of these bigger venues but the convention centers and things like that so i get it yeah so i can't think off the top of my head has any other ones been canceled i can't think ever ever not that not since i've been competing so it's it's pretty crazy. Maybe and maybe one of the Europeans 
back when the volcanoes? Yeah, maybe. I'd have to double check. I, I'd, obviously, this just happened uh, a few hours ago, so there wasn't any real time to do any kind of history search on it, but it's pretty crazy. Well, there was time. And, it was just didn't think about it. No, I, I just didn't have time because <laughs> I went straight from... I literally saw the announcement, started training, and then came straight here. So there, there wasn't any real time. But it's, it's pretty crazy. And there was a lot of cool announcements leading up to it. Like Rafael Lovato Jr. signed up for the first Pan Am since 2014. He signed up for it. Adult he, or Masters? Master 1 Heavy, uh, which would have been cool to see him. And obviously, like we can talk more about him in, well, in a little well, bit. Well, unfortunately, like, it's cool, but it sucks at the same time. As far as? The fact that why he's signing, why he's doing the the, why do you think he's doing this? because he can't fight anymore. Uh, well, I mean, that's that's a that's a sad that's a sad state of affairs that he can't fight. But at the same time, the selfish part of me is like, well, cool, we get to see him compete in jujitsu more. Do you think that this is? I don't think it's just because he's he can't fight because of like the his health situation right now. I think maybe like he's trying to get the most out of what he may have left. Well, if, if he was fighting, he would definitely wouldn't be doing jujitsu. No, I know, but I'm saying like the fact that like now he's competing a lot more. He just did Substars a few weeks ago. Like, well, he's still a competitor. I mean, he's still a competitor. He's still a competitor. But do you he's think always it's partially it's kind of like just him trying to max out like his time? No, because he's got plenty of time. He can do jujitsu, you know, for decades still. It's the the the, the brain uh, issues that he has is more about impact than right. than uh, you know physical effort and then the other thing too is mikey signed up for the heavyweight division for like he had signed up for the heavyweight division i saw that picture is that what that was yeah that's what he did he signed up for the heavyweight division um he had uh roberto jimenez who's a teammate of his he signed up in it too excuse me he had jackson souza adam wardzinski tex johnson Tim spriggs so we could have seen wow mikey really go at it in the heavyweight division which I kind of think, though, I think he thought that this was going to happen anyway, and he's no. got and he's got his match against uh, Herbert Santos. I thought Herbert pulled out of that. He Have did, we, and then I guess it, it got put back on. Again? It's on again at the uh, Who's Number One event on um, March like thirtieth. I was or something ju like that. literally just talking to somebody the other day about that, mm. and I was like, "Well, I heard Herbert." Uh, he did. He dropped out. Dropped out. He dropped out because he didn't have the money. And then I wonder if someone's staking him. For sure, for sure, someone's staking him because he doesn't have that money to, to burn like that. He doesn't win those competitions enough to make that kind of money to to burn and set it up like that. And I, even then, I don't think he's gonna last with Mikey. Like even if it goes to decision, I don't think he's gonna be doing enough to win a decision against Mikey. I just don't see it happening. I I think Mikey has the mental fortitude to to withstand any of his like frustration and aggression tactics it's funny when, <clears throat> when kyle tara made that post tom texted me yeah he's like do you think you can beat mikey i go nope no no nope i go i pass his guard maybe once when we train together yeah i i know yeah and that was that was a that was a 16 year 17 year old mikey, mikey. yeah not a 24 year old man yeah who's so. been doing who's who's the most 
decorated American American jujitsu practitioner practitioners of all time. Since, well, since I mean like BJ Penn and so here's the thing though. So everybody obviously the reason why it was canceled was because of the coronavirus. What I think is funny is that I've yet to hear any talks about jujitsu schools closing down because of coronavirus. That they've actually shut down universities in South Florida. Like no one's allowed to to go back to classes after spring break, so everybody has to do classes remotely. Like, but I haven't heard. How do you even make that happen? As far as what? How do you do classes remotely? You just get a webcam. That's all. It's super easy. The fact that it like it takes this for people to think about that once they see how much this might be the future of. For sure. I mean, there's tons of colleges, obviously, that already do that. Well, I took online classes at, at, at FAU the, my last semester. The problem with online classes and the reason why they haven't really made a push for it is that it's very difficult to um, authenticate that everyone's in attendance. You know? Well, you don't, do, you, don't, you don't attend anything. It's more the way the online classes work is they give you work. No, and right. you do it or you don't. But if you're talking about a regular class... Like a not just an online class. It's like the teacher sitting there and doing it. People would send in their questions, or they jump on on their own microphone and make it a live situation. Oh, it's man. very difficult to to authenticate that. Okay, everybody is in attendance. All they'd have to do is be there for the first five minutes, check I'm in, or the teacher would have to do it every ten minutes. They'd have to say, make sure you check in. Well, it'd be easy. It'd be one of those things like, like every five minutes. Right, but you, you got to click whatever to get, and you got to make it at least i had a fucking class and to this day i'm so pissed off i had i think it was anatomy physiology they made me spend two hundred dollars on the shittiest little remote where i would have to answer questions during class and that was how they checked to make sure that we were there because as soon as you came in you'd have to click and just like check in and then he would ask the question so they made sure you'd interact like why $200 for this fucking remote and you couldn't even sell it back afterwards. It was just to be thrown away. And so I can't there's so much bullshit in those college courses. So it's like the fact that they see this happening, I think a lot of colleges are probably going to end up making that push of making things remote like this. But so a lot of events got scrapped, not just Pan Am's, also Third Coast Grappling for the most part got scrapped. It's now a Texas only event. So I was actually supposed to fly out to Houston Friday for this event. And so Gordon and uh, and Patrick Gaudio got canceled and all the other ones got canceled too. So it's it's going to happen. Coachella got canceled. Yeah. Uh, Pearl uh, Jam is getting canceling concerts. What was the music fest? Ultra, ultra, ultra got canceled in Miami. People are flipping the fuck out. And here's the thing. And it kind of goes along with the other stuff that I wanted to talk about because I've been having these arguments with people, uh, about why a lot of these, um, promoters can't offer refunds. Some people can, some people can't. Ultra is not giving people refunds. So imagine you just dropped $600 on a ticket. Is that how much tickets are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I paid, when I went to Ultra, I think I paid I don't even 600. know what Ultra is. Like, I, don't, I, I know. Well, I don't you don't know listen to music. Uh, it's electronic music. So it's all electronic. So it's just a bunch of guys with, with laptops. It depends who it is. I mean, you have like old school people like Kraftwerk where it's like four German dudes in like Tron outfits or whatever. Or you'd have uh, 
guys like Marshmallow, the guy with the Marshmallow suit. With laptop. Right. There's laptops. Some, no, some people still have the full-on, like, DJ Turn, setup. Turntables. I mean, they don't do it anymore just because physically they don't need to. And then also if you have everything on the laptop. But, I mean, a yeah, lot of them why, still have to have I don't setup. See that, what I, I guess that's a discussion, for, no, it's a discussion no. for a different day because <clears throat> I don't see the artistry there. If you have everything on a laptop, why do I need you there? Well, some people are different. You have artists like Daft Punk that literally, like, yes, everything's pre-programmed, but they still manipulate everything and they still do all the stuff there. Um, the, I guess, really, the artwork comes in on creating the music ahead of time, and then the rest is all about entertainment. So some do change it; they'll remix stuff like for the live shows, and but it's really all about the visuals and the vibe more than the actual art of the music the art of the music you can appreciate anywhere but like the live is really about the the energy and the right, ambience right. and the but show. like when i think of a dj this like did you watch what, what was that did you see that show it was on netflix that was like the history of hip-hop yeah, yeah yeah can't remember what it was not the actual history of hip-hop it was like a like um, the evolution of hip-hop or something like that it was it was um can't remember what it was called but it was basically, it was like, it took place in the 70s. Yeah, he talks about, like, growing up with, like, Africa Bambata <laughs> and then having the battles and stuff. Yeah, I watched it. Yeah. Whatever that show was, that would, t like, yeah, that was skill. Like, you marked your records and, like, making the records together. But and you're like, talking about two different genres altogether. You're no, I understand. You're calling DJs all the same thing. It was different. But like, those guys, it's techno takes House music, techno music, whether it's. Any type of EDM, like electronic dance music, regardless of the genre, that is a completely different culture compared to hip hop. And no, no, I agree, I agree. But I've seen you, like I've seen actual you think those DJs. DJs are different than those DJs, right? Right. It's, it's mean, one thing between plugging in a hard drive to your computer and another thing of taking actual music cause, and, and and changing it. Well, I mean, and even then, if you look at those guys, like if you look at every year they do, um, basically, I forget what it's called, but it's basically the DJ Olympics and you see what they do. It's completely insane. It's completely insane. And that's to me more of an art from where they scratch. I mean, they'll have guys where they'll purposefully make um, vinyl that plays backwards. So instead of the needle going from the outside in, it goes from the inside out, they'll and and they mark their their vinyl with like little markers so they know where to drop it. There's guys that have gone the uh, Jimi Hendrix route where they've literally set the vinyl on fire while they're scratching and playing, and you hear the crazy stuff. One guy I remember he won one year because he took a spindle, he put it on it, set the vinyl on top, and then flipped the needle upside down. So instead of being on the top. It was pushing up into the group, and then he scratched, and he had, like, the same kind of touch and finesse. Like, people went absolutely apeshit. So, yes, it, uh, that that's, part is an that to me, art form. That's an art form. There's people that are like, well, that's not really DJing. That's scratching. Like, that's a whole different thing. Yeah, but a lot of those guys were able to take – that's where DJing came in, where yeah. being able to take two albums – sometimes of completely different genres mixing them together yeah. and making something new that was like both like like one of my favorite ones from the 90s 
So the, from the 90s, there was an album called Rave Till Dawn. Uh-huh. And somebody re, like mixed uh, o, o Fortuna uh-huh. and made it into a... a a hip or, or not, a trip hop or right. you know electronic dance song right and it's, it's still one of my favorite songs oh, no there's tons of people they still do that again it's what you see there is again about the show so you get those big name djs and stuff and it's not your style so you're not gonna go nuts about it right. but i mean if you you get me out there like i have a fucking blast like depending on what the DJ is, is fucking crazy. But the the like, and I know like 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 uh, St- Steve Ioki likes to throw cake at people. Yeah, no, he and he has like, and his is again, it's all like different energy. But then you get guys like like Madonna came out one year, Justin Bieber came out of there. They did like guest sets and stuff like that. But if you go down to like um, Miami Music Week. Like, it's crazy. There's parties everywhere, and it's all crazy. Like, awesome DJs. So you're you're basing your judgment off of what you see and stuff there, but it's... I'm not saying they're not entertaining. No, they can't be entertaining. Not, I just but, don't think it's an art form. But, again, if you aren't Their performance there, is right. not an art form. If you, if you haven't been to it and, like, you see the vibe, then it's totally different. There are some DJs that, yes, they just hit play, and they just... They look like they're tweaking knobs and they're not doing shit. And then there's other guys that go absolutely fucking crazy. And they'll, they won't even play their own music. They find old songs and they mix them, remix them all on the live. So, like, that's when it gets into a real crazy and what, art form. Then there's people like, like when I was, well, boy, in the 90s, mm. we, I went down to Miami and we saw um, <sighs> the name of the album, Fat of the Land. Um, Prodigy? Prodigy. Yeah. Like, they're a full-on... Band. Band. Yeah. And it's still electronic. Yeah. Like, that. I'll tell you what, like, if you ever put that... Mu- like, you don't realize, but that music kind of sta- t- stands the test of time. Oh, yeah. No, there's there's Like, tons breathe... Of- yeah, will still get you fired up. Yeah, and smack again, my bitch up. Yeah, but again, that's because that's what you were listening to when you grew up. If I played you new cuts, like you'd be like, "Ah, uh, this does not speak to me." But it's not. It's like the music of like if you hear it now, like you automatically go back to like, man, I remember like summer. Everybody packing up in my car. We went to the beach, and like you know exactly that song. So it's it it doesn't have that connection with you because you didn't live through a certain time that meant something to you with that music. So it's always relative. It's the same way if someone's like, oh, if you fucking played Elvis now, like it brings me back to like that time we cut school or whatever it was. You know what I mean? So it's uh, different. How old do you think I am? Talking no, about I'm Elvis. not saying you. I, listen, <laughs> like I can tell you, like tons of songs that have nothing to do with the time that it was in, but like that brings me back to whatever certain area. Sweet child of mine, for sure. That'll bring me back. Yeah. So it's it's all relative. But anyway, so the the idea is promoters can't pay people back because they didn't make the money yet. So for example. The the other thing that happened was Substars doesn't exist anymore. So that was an event we haven't gotten to talk about it because I haven't been back since. Is so Substars was an awesome event. They really tried to go for that ADCC vibe too. They had like the the, the psycho sam- drums and yes. then the samurais. That and was stuff be- like that. it was awesome. It was cool. It was awesome. But you saw it from the the crowd. Yeah, I saw it from the <clears throat> stage. And the first thing that I said is. 
There's not enough people in here to. Pay I walked for this. in when I walked in. I and I saw how big the venue was. I go and and it was getting close to showtime, and I was like, I was looking around. And I go, this will be the last one. Right. So now here's the thing, like. From someone who's booked concerts before, including ones at the Fillmore, I can tell you that's not a cheap venue. I figured, I, I so let me tell me if I'm close. I figured to rent the Fillmore is between 10 and 15 grand. That's the liquor license, my friend. To rent the Fillmore? Yeah. To It's like 50, 75, buddy. What? It's a historical venue. No, I understand that. This is the that. Jackie Gleason Theater. The Fillmore has had concerts that have gone down in history. I am, don't get me wrong, I am 99% sure that's the theater that Jim Morrison got, got arrested at. Got kicked out. Yeah, yeah, He yeah, got yeah. arrested. I'm 99% sure. But, don't uh, check definitely it. Definitely going to look that up. And see how good my music uh, history knowledge is. I'm pretty sure. What's uh, Jim Morrison arrested, arrested Miami. Him, yep. What's it say? I'm 90% sure. What's it say? Uh, Dinner Key Auditorium. What is it? The Dinner, the old Dinner Key Auditorium. I don't know where that is. It's probably not even there anymore. Anyway, so, okay, so I'm wrong. Definitely got that wrong on Jeopardy. Anyway. You got to look at it this way. So whenever you rent a venue like this, so people like, and I'm not defending Substars, right? Because they should be paying their athletes first, but it's not feasible whenever you do an event. So to rent in a uh, a theater like this, you got a couple of options, right? Excuse me. So whenever you make a deal with uh, with the owner of the venue, with the venue, you say. Hypothetically speaking, this is what happened. Hey, listen, I want to do an event. How much does it cost to, to rent the venue? It's like $50,000 for you to use the venue that night. Okay. I need to use lights and your sound. Okay, that's another 10, 20 grand. You need to also have my security and staff on board that night. Okay, that's another maybe 10, 15 grand, right? Then that covers the tickets, the 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 staff, whatever, like seating people, the security outside, and then you have to have the police because they're going to have to have the police. Um, and then you have to have, do you want to serve liquor at this event? Of course, because you want to make money. So now you got to pay well, Unless for the, you let them have the concessions. doesn't matter. You still have to pay for the liquor license. No. Yes. Yes. You still have to pay for Not the, in wrestling business. Not, not in wrestling, but that's different. The concessions is, is a whole different part of the deal that you do. Right. So let's say if you're renting the venue for me, we can sit there and say, okay, well, if you pay full price to rent out the venue, then you get 100 percent of ticket sales. You pay this, this and this. I still make 50 percent of concessions. It's whatever the house rules are. You can also sit there and say, okay, well, you can have the venue for this much. I make 20 percent of your ticket sales. 20% 20% of your of your concessions, whatever it is. Whatever it is. Some people even take percentages of merchandise depending on the venue. Not everybody. So now, okay, now you want to sell liquor at your event, correct? All right, you got to pay for that liquor license permit like because it's on you. All right, you also have to have insurance for whatever goes on. If anything happens to my people or whatever, you have to pay for that insurance. So you're already talking about 250 
300,000. There was no way that Fillmore was 300,000. So now, but that's what I'm telling you is what it costs. And not even a single ticket has been fucking sold yet. Yeah. Right? And now you want to do streaming, right? Okay, well, now that's just depending on what kind of streaming you want to do. If you want to just do it like how we did the um, the the Amazonian Open, whatever, the Zenobia Open, that's one thing. That's doable. That's not the setup that they had. Okay, so you want to stream it. You, well, you got to have the internet. It's probably... 5,000 to 10,000 of equipment and you got to pay the people that are operating it including the switchboards You got to get the the sound guy and the light guy to, to run the lights. You got to pay them You had Jason Chambers and Scott. Uh, what's his or face? Sean Patrick. Sean, Sean Patrick, Patrick, right? Okay, they got to get paid too. You know it. They didn't get paid 500 bucks for that night. They didn't get paid at all <laughs> you know, They right, but they were probably contracted out to what thousand. I don't think Jason Chambers got a thousand no, but it's Sean Patrick. Sean Patrick he maybe. probably got. Right? Okay, so now we're climbing up there. And again, you haven't sold a single fucking ticket. You haven't sold a single ticket. Now we're getting into the talent. That 600-pound Japanese legend that came out there, he's not cheap. You got to fly him out Do you know there. he was in John Wick 2? Yeah. Yeah. No, he's a, he's a legit legend, man. Both of those guys. No, no, no. Legit. The big guy. The yeah, big the 600-pound. Yeah. 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 I got to show you that photo, by the way. I saw that photo. I have no. that photo on my phone. No, 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 no. The bent over one? Yeah, I got way worse than that. Um, you got to pay them more than anything, right? And then you got Rumble. Most, I'm assuming Rumble got paid first because I know Rumble, and he didn't play around with the whole pay me later, right? And then you got to talk about all those other guys that you were supposed to pay. Then you got to talk about the people that you probably flew out, like Lovato, well, Lovato Ribeiro. Jande uh, was there? Jande was there. He was cornering Lovato. Well, uh, Drysdale, right? Dry, was it Drysdale that was out there? Yeah, Drysdale was out Drysdale, there. Drysdale, who was he coaching? Uh, he was just there. Or no, he was coaching the guy that competed against uh, Patrick Gaudio. Um, I didn't even notice him. Yeah. Uh, so all this stuff... And then the Tyco drummers, you got to pay them before they even show up. They yeah. don't do the whole thing. This is all pay, 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 pay. And then the guys that, that ran the show for you. And then I doubt that they did any kind of actual like flyers and printing, but they probably did for the Miami area. So now that's another couple of Do you want me to tell you, I, 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 the, the, here's the problem. Huh. You can't have an, you do not have an event like that in Miami. And then here's the thing. There wasn't any real sponsors. There was no sponsors. So you already fucked up. You already you should have bought, sponsors should have been your first thing. But you don't you don't have that event in Miami. You 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 know where you have events in South Florida? Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale North. Can't. Why? Fort Lauderdale is the furthest up north you can go. Why can't you go to what you could definitely do Miami uh, Miami will not travel to West Palm. They will. Miami will not travel to West Palm. I guarantee you they would. Yeah, I'm telling you from putting on shows, Miami you're, will you're not travel. You're talking music. To... I'm talking grappling. Think about how. Think, think of, how do I know this? Because we we saw people drive up to Orlando. Also, the Boca. How they... many? There, how, there wasn't even that many people from fight sports in Orlando, bro. There was like a handful of people. The Orlando Open. It was all Fabian Rosa, Alliance, uh, Hobinho, and what? And a couple of the ATT guys from there locally, but there you didn't see that many fight sports people. I there. don't know. I don't, I don't remember. But what I do know is the Boca Open that they or that they did that one time. 
that was a, a heavily attended show yeah, for people from everywhere. They only did it once. They only did it once. But so that I, shows you that there wasn't enough people to show up. That or just the you remember reason, that Copa the but Copa you know, the Open only, that that Tom think, competed in. Yeah, how many people showed up from? Oh, Fresh that was Brazil? nothing. Yeah, nobody showed up for that. Exactly. But that's a small thing. IBJJ. I expect people to go to IBJJF. Here's why I think they didn't do it in Boca again, is because um, Bu, uh, Buyu puts them on. He's like the coordinator for all these things down here, mm. and it was just too far away from him to like but that's run back saying. and forth. And that's the same thing. It's Miami. but if you're running a a single event and you live in Fort Lauderdale, anywhere from Fort Lauderdale to West Palm, that's where you do. I Bro, do we the event. went to an MMA fight in Palm Beach. Remember that one? Whatever the fuck it was yeah, called. Yeah, they, they did no... It comes down to promotion. but And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But you still had people but that... I, from, but you, I believe... But here's the thing. I totally believe that Fort Lauderdale is the best place to have. It's 100%. 100%. I'm just saying it can happen here yeah. if you promote it correctly. Is it doable? Yes, not at that scale. It would And be, the reason I can tell you this is look how many people go to the Coral Sky Amphitheater. That's different. Again, you're bringing up music this time. That's different. I would travel to Orlando for shows. I've done it. I'd travel down to Miami for shows We like we've done it. It's not the same when you're talking about a niche thing like jujitsu. It's just not that many people even knew about Substars. So bad promoting. You have yeah, I, I you can't see. have people you can't have a card and this is no disrespect to fight sports you can't have a card ninety percent fight sports and expect people from, from Tampa other places in to Orlando yeah. to show up exactly. so that right there you fuck yourself over also as much fun as I had watching the sumo because I'm a fan of sumo no one give a fuck about sumo it killed the show and the, and because the most, that guy was corny as shit right and it was like. I hated that guy. Right. He, he was a, a, just a bad announcer to begin with. So. Trying to get crowd participation. Do you know? And where, people were just laughing at it. People were just laughing at it because it's not a sumo show. It's yeah, and he did, People don't care about the but, history of sumo. Well, and the, the other thing is you got to know your audience. Right. He, he, he probably kills it at like. Like. A sumo show. Well, I wasn't even gonna say a sumo show, but what he what he probably kills it at is like, like, a corporate event, or right, or like you so know, it's like you would have to have a karate expo. But you would have to have someone like you and I managing the like running that microphone for those events. Why? Because we're established in the area. Everybody in the audience already knows us. That's already there. Why do people love Bruce Buffer? Because everybody fucking knows Bruce Buffer. If you got somebody completely different from like K1, the only people that are going to know are the diehards. Right. That's just the way that it is. Well, why do people love having Mike Cardoso as a ref? Because everybody down here knows him. Everybody knows he's fair. But if you see any of the other refs, I don't know who the fuck that is. I'm fucked. And it happened. Yeah. It's like I heard Gordon complaining a bunch of times to the other ref. It's like it's... It's just the way that it is. So now, did he complain uh, what his girlfriend? Yeah, when when Natalia like lost and stuff like that. But the guy was fucking up everybody's calls. But he what was, I, I thought she won that match. I thought who, not. Natalia? No, no, no. I no. thought Jasmine. Uh, Jasmine won the match. Right, but the guy, the way that the guy was refing that match was not a a fifty fifty thing. It was just 
I gotta call it because the match was going on so long. Yeah, I gotta call it. Or look at Cyborg against Rafael Lovato. Why the fuck did we kept doing two minute like things? Let it keep going. Don't give them a break. So there was tons of things that was completely set up wrong. Those seats up front. Did do you know how much those VIP I, seats? I, cost? I heard they were five hundred a table. Go up, buddy. He was charging like a thousand, two thousand dollars for four seats. For four seats. Rumble's friends, like the guys that I knew, the like the from Redcon were sitting there stage side. There was two or three tables stage sides. And I'd only like the person that was sitting there is the only person I know in the entire venue that could afford those seats. And that was Aaron from from Redcon one. All right. So I know those guys personally. So I know like, oh, he's got money. That's why he's sitting up there. So there was so many things all fucked up that was wrong. So people are like, well, like now the fighters aren't going to get paid. That's not the way you run a fucking event, my man. Well, that's, that's why it's not. That's why you're going to do it. Me as a businessman from someone that I've done this before. If I sit there and say, I need this artist to perform, if you're an artist and I'm booking you, because I see... You got to have that money ahead of time. I do 20% down, and then the rest you're getting the night of, right? That's the deal that you and I make. But now we're talking about fighters. She doesn't work that way for grappling. Not if you want to put a real good event. And that's kind of what Third Coast Grappling is dealing with now. And Third Coast is an amazing event. Don't get me wrong. I was super excited for it. But they got fucked over on this one, too. And the fact that they're doing this whole local card is more of like a fight to win kind of setup because they fucked themselves over with the fact that now they can't have the event. Obviously, they had to call it early because they were talking so much trash about substars and they were risking getting in the same spot. And all of a sudden you weren't going to have anybody. And that's a whole other thing that happened with substars. They made they made these claims that they made all this money on um, on the pay-per-view. Didn't happen. No, the kid. Did you, did you see the kid's speech, Alex? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he said he didn't have the money to pay anybody. He will. He said he will try to. He will do whatever so he can to it, make did, it make it right. Did you read Cyborg's post? No. What did he say? Cyborg made a post about it on, uh, and he was basically saying this isn't right. It's not, and and, and he's one hundred percent correct. He's not. He should have gotten paid first. He should get paid. Uh, it should be almost like the. You got two options from someone who, who puts on events like this. You either show and win money like an MMA fighter or you just pay that person and they go to compete. Now, you can't do it that way because you run the risk of someone like I already got fucking paid. I'm not going to like I don't need to go all out for this. So there's no bonus on there. You right, know what right, I'm saying? Right. So if you did a combat jujitsu and I pay you the ten grand up front, there's no reason for you to fucking fight and really get like hurt. Well, there is. There is. There is an incentive because you still want to get paid that for your next show, now, so you gotta win. I would sit there and do something like, listen, I'll pay you. You need to show up, right? If you show up Saturday night, five o'clock, before it even starts, this is the contract that we have. Before you even get on the mat, here's your two grand, right? Boom, there's your money. You could win $10,000 Like bonus. the ABIs. Right. You could win $10,000 bonus. That's extra. Like you already made your two. Go fight for 10, right? So at least you know you're getting paid for showing up. God forbid you get hurt, you're getting paid. That would be the way to do it. The problem is the any other way that you do it, you're depending on hopefully getting sponsors and ticket sales. So let's look at it this way. Let's say... All in all, $200,000 is what it cost to get the venue that night. For Friday night, March or February, whatever it was, $200,000, right? How many people sit, sit in that venue? 
Let me let me look it up right now. I'll, I'll say think. five thousand. Five thousand? I think you'd probably be alright. Let's see. Let me look it up right now because I don't remember. Phil. Come on, Fillmore, Miami seating capacity. I don't think you'd be too far off. Uh, no, two thousand seven hundred and thirteen guests. That's how much it can sit. All right. So let's round it off to twenty five hundred. How much was your ticket to get in? Forty. Forty bucks. Uh, where's my calculator? So twenty five hundred times forty. Hundred thousand dollars. You're already hundred thousand dollars in the hole. Yeah. See, I don't. That's right? why I don't think the Fillmore was that much to rent. I'm telling you, it's a lot. I don't think it's. I don't think the it's Fillmore that much. normally tickets cost like eighty bucks to get in, right? And then the artist is automatically making all merch. So there was no merch sales. There's none of that stuff. The Fillmore, even if it's thirty thousand, right? You already have to make that. Like said, like tickets for the Fillmore aren't cheap, man. Let, let me give so so bottom line. And so he didn't have the upper level open. Here's here's what I learned in wrestling. Your first show is an investment. You're yeah. losing one hundred percent of the money that you're putting into it. Yeah. Your hope is that you make enough money on the, on the first show to have a second show. Correct. And you just keep going as you build, 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 build to the point where it becomes something that people are now. It's a product that people want. So you can't just he he showed up like he was fight to win. Yeah. And he did it in an expensive venue um, and which was a great venue. Yeah. But I think it, it was and, and Cyborg said the same thing. I. That night I was talking with, because uh, uh, Jacob and and, and uh, Calvin went, and I was like, this guy's trying to fly before he knows how to walk. Listen, if it was me. Right? Cyborg said the same thing. Yeah, and that's the thing. And he, like, you can't book anybody ever he again. Sh- what he should have done is he should have kept with the. Um, and you know what he said is that he can, and this is, he, this isn't public knowledge he told people that he can't pay them until april and even in april he can only pay 10 percent. what he should have done was stuck with the, the format he had go to these small places go to the brewery go to for sure like go to these places where your overhead is this much get more local talent don't you don't need to bring in a whole bunch of people maybe two matches at the top of the card make the two matches at the top of the card like the big names. and there was also like and he did so many things like differently just to sit there and there was no cohesive image of what it is sumo unlimited like timing match like submission only six minute matches six minute matches it's like either it's bro five or six matches submission no time limit go if you want to really do like a crazy match, like best two out of three, you have five minutes or whatever. I th- again, I think that EBI format is the best format. But even then it's not because nobody's watching EBI. There was a combat jujitsu EBI the other day. Did you know about it? Well, that's because, no, but, but 
nobody's watching the EBI combat jujitsu, but people were watching. You know why nobody's the EBI, watching the EBI anymore? Because he doesn't put any on. Because he doesn't put in years. On. And you know why? Because he did is making the exact same fucking mistake. He's sitting there and wants to do this whole big show, and then what's he do? Ninety percent of the people competing are Tenth Planet. Nobody gives a fuck. Yeah, but it was it was innovative, and it was gaining like what was innovative? The the whole rule set, the whole um. The whole, the, but the, the whole like, and I'm not, I'm not disagreeing that it was innovative for what it is, but to judge people off of the escape time of whether you're in spider web or if you're a back take, that's bullshit, right? Especially because nobody. Why knows is that your, bullshit? Because nobody knows the rule set. Even the refs that he hired didn't know the rule set. What Eddie's? Yes. What are you talking about? Yes, go back and look at it. There's so many times where people are just debating back and forth, and they try to do it at. They did like what was it? Um, there was another event. I don't know. That, the last three were like submission were, underground. Try to do the exact same thing. Yeah, they but that's submission. The I know, but they're trying to take the same rule set, and again, people are just fucking it up. Like Eddie's fucked up his own rule set. He what Eddie Eddie? So I think that problem with Eddie. Is Eddie wanted to do? He's always wanted to do combat jujitsu, and even though the reason why he was doing the EBI was because he couldn't get uh, combat jujitsu sanctioned, right? So he did, started the EBIs, but the problem was is they were, or not even the problem. What's well, his problem now is they were gaining steam. Like people, they were getting. He kept watched. on losing. Yeah, but he kept on losing investors. He changed investors a bunch of times. Like, let's be honest. The real reason why as many events has happened is because Joe floated him, and because um, what's his face, uh, Joey Diaz floated him. There's a reason why there's giant logos for Mad Flavor on the fucking mat, right? And there's a reason why there's a giant JRE logo on the fucking mat. Origin tried to like support him. There's a bunch of people, but you again, it still comes down to the same thing. You have people trying to put on these big shows that cost a lot of fucking money. Look at he did the Orpheum. The Orpheum is another legendary venue. That shit ain't cheap, man. Yeah, that shit is not cheap. And even then, you still only had like a majority of Tenth Planet people that showed up. There's only so many that are gonna show up. You know what I mean? So it's like, okay, you do an event with 90% fight sports. For sure, everybody from fight sports is going to show up. Like, for sure. But what about everybody else? Like, okay, so you have, you know, like, Gordon Ryan's coming out there. You're not going to sit there and promote Gordon Ryan? Literally the number one guy pound for pound in jiu-jitsu right now? Like, you're, you got all these names and you want to do this whole big show you don't have the money to back it up you don't have any sponsors it should have been every five minutes go up there like i wanted to say a big thank you to to tommy and scramble for putting on the show get this go get yours blah 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 go to the merch booth in the back what you need to understand is when artists go on tour unless you're a big artist where you're buying the venue like when you see u2 madonna all that stuff Yes, sometimes it's the promoter bringing it in, but most of the time they're paying for it. So all the money that comes in from ticket sales is theirs. All the merch comes in, it's theirs. Most of the time an artist going to different venues like the film or the Orpheum or like Stone Pony, stuff like that, all their money is made from merch. Yeah. You're, you're only, ha- you're, it's called, you're, you're evening out. Very rarely are you going to be in the black on ticket sales. 
it's just the way that it is. It's just the way that it is. Unless you have someone like me or like a professional in marketing that can get your ticket sales and sets the tour up in the appropriate areas for you. Anytime you do something like this, you are losing money, man. And the, the fact is it should be the sponsorship money is what pays the fighters. Everything else is for you to pocket so you can get the other event. Right. But again, I can sit here and tell you hours, every single fuck up that all these people are doing. And they do it time and time and time and time. And again. here's the thing is we could put on an awesome show. I'm already but, working on it. But I don't have the time. I'm already working on it. Do you I'm know what already, I'm saying? Yeah, no, I'm already working on it. I'm already working on it. I already have like the, the couple of people I've spoken with because I'm so frustrated with the fact that, again, I don't have any problem with Alex. I don't have any problem with anybody else that puts on like events is that you're you're talking about trying to support the sport, but you don't have the knowledge and you don't want to spend the money of hiring the people that put on the right fucking show. Like that's it. Whether it's MMA promoters, whether it's jujitsu grappling event promoters, you're fucking over your own sport and it because you don't fucking know what the fuck you're doing. I don't give a shit. Nobody gives a shit about the lights. Nobody gives a shit about the sound. Nobody gives a shit that you have Jason Chambers announcing it. No one even fucking knows who he is unless you watch TV in 1998 to 2005, right? We know because we follow grappling and MMA, we know who he is. Most of those guys didn't fucking know who he is. Sean, Patrick, whatever the fuck his face is, like, nobody knows who the fuck he is. Well, yeah, you do if you watch movies. B-movies. We talked Powder was an incredible movie. Yeah. So was Boondock Saints. Okay. I'll tell you what. I'll tell 1996. Cool. cool I'll, tell story, you, I'll tell you what, though. What I'm I was not saying he's a bad right, guy. Right, he right. was a super nice guy. He was, and he was, I, I was super impressed with his passion and knowledge of the sport. Like, I know he's a black belt and everything, but, yeah. like, he definitely knew it, but there was no, there was no reason behind him being there. You don't get anything out of it. It's the same way when, remember, they were doing Meta Morris and they had, uh, what's his face, um, Married with Children guy. Um, Ed, Ed, Ed O'Neill. O'Neil. Nobody cares. Jiu-Jitsu people that have been around know he's a black belt. But nobody gives a fuck that Ed O'Neill is being a commentator on your match right now. Nobody cares. Like, I would love to have... An event where I have uh, what's her face like Lini Lena Hart Lean Hart or whatever the the lady that did the the K one and all that stuff like Pride the announcer for Pride would love to do that. Would I pay the absorbent amount of money to have her there just so I could sit there and have no. it? No, no, I just wouldn't. Nope. I wouldn't because you don't get anything out there. What who would I get? I would get someone with presence that could come out there and do it. I would get someone like me, someone like you, someone like Blake. That Blake Chadwick. The, He's right, a great announcer. Right. Someone that fucking knows it. I wouldn't get Jimmy Fuckface that sat there and got into the UFC for a year because he's it, it's going to be a bullshit fucking show. It's, it's not it, but about it's the that. Mis- it's the mistake a lot of people make. They think bringing in names will add prestige and it doesn't right it's no you're literally fucking pissing money away you're pissing money away and if substars didn't show that to you if any of these other events that are crashing and burning didn't show that to you if the fact that no one has learned still anything from meta morris i can't fucking tell you yeah, i can't it's, sit there. it's sponsors sponsorship if you don't have sponsors don't do a show no one cares about it can you get asses in seats? Can you put on Every the right event? Every 28 inches. Can you get fucking 
fights? Can you get fights that are worth watching? So, for example, me against you, that wouldn't be a fucking fight that anybody wants to watch, right? AJ Agazam against anybody, you'll get some people wanting to watch. No one really give a fuck. Gordon Ryan against Cyborg, people will fucking watch, right? Gary Tonin against almost anybody, like Yuri Samoas or something like that, people will fucking watch it. Vinny Magalesh, you'll get against anybody, people will fucking watch it. Cool. Let's say we don't want A-level. Roberto Jimenez, up-and-comer. Get him against Keenan Cornelius. People I wonder why Mikey's not doing these... He's trying to. He's 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 slowly building it up, but he's not going to sit there and do like these small like these events like Gordon is because mm, that's not what Mikey wants. Mikey is instead. I think he's getting smarter that he wants to do it for the money and he wants to do the show, but he just wants that like at the end of the day, the truth is in our sport, the more of these IBJJF World Championships that you get or ADCC, that's the only thing that's going to get you paid. No one's going to fucking pay you extra because you won an EBI. No one gives a fuck. Like, that's I don't know, just a, but do you win enough of those in a row? I mean, Gary no Tonin and, and, and Gordon Ryan built their names off of EBI. Right. And then he fucking quickly took off and did everything else except for EBI. Because right? they stopped doing them. Right. Because exactly, I think, I think no if, one gives a fuck. No, I think if Eddie... No, Eddie Eddie has, has said he, the reason he stopped doing those was... So he could do the com. I think he put all his eggs in the wrong basket. Yeah, he put it, he put it in the the wrong chips. He thought he was gonna create like another UFC, right? Where he should have just happen. been like, man, I was like, he would be smart if he would get like the top ten like Sambo guys against like some Tenth Planet guys or something. Like then it'd be like something random different. The next thing that everyone's trying to do is like quintet, and everybody's trying to rip off quintet. The problem is. You're not going to get teams that have those five, a squadron of five guys that are legitimately on that team that can do this. It's just you're not. You're not going to get five get names from Atos that everybody knows. You're not going to get five names from fight sports that everybody knows. If you want attendance, you need to get the most attended schools around your area. So, like, if we were going to do something. Which is what Fight to Win does. Right. You get, you get people from all these schools so you get all these people that are supporting their friends and, and teammates they, the more but here's the thing like and you're 100 percent right the problem is, is you can't do it where it's 90 percent of these same four or five no, teams no you can't do it i would do okay who's the best in your school all right i need the best in this school like hopefully they're around the same weight whatever that's who we're matching up I need the best from here, the best from there, the best from from Tampa, the best from Orlando, whatever. Boom. Here's the fucking fight card. Best in Florida. Done. Six matches. Eight matches, right? Maybe you'll do one or two of the kids at the beginning. You got to do way more than that. because Right, but I'm just saying, right. But you get the bigger ones from the area where you can sit there and you start that. And then you throw a couple of like the up-and-comers, a couple of the right, blue belts right, and right. purple belts. Now you have a full fight Or like card. you have an eight-man tournament at to- at the top. Right, the main card. The main card is an eight-man tournament of a weight class. prelim card. Like, I, I tell you what, like a king of king of the of, of Florida. A round-robin king of Florida thing. The king of Florida. Right, and you do one in every state. Cool, yeah. 100%. But the key is that main card is the event. So the 
bottom ones can sit there and be the the entry level into becoming into the main card next time we come into town but you have that setup where you have a legitimate event it doesn't burn your pocket it gives reason that for people to come back because the way that i would do it quite honestly 100 percent that setup take it state to state i get the same like the the winners of that okay cool now i have a 50 bracket right 25 here king of america here. King, king of now the right now we have a legitimate king of america all right now i can sit to have the main fights right that's a long long-term goal but now I can sit there and say, you know what, these ten and these ten, or East you don't Coast even versus you, you, West Coast, and, and, and not only that, you could you could segment the country up into eight, like you keep it eight, but you segment the country up into eight different sections. You have Southeast, you have uh, Northeast, you have Midwest, you have yeah, it's like Southwest. NEC, SEC, like, like, like yeah, yeah exactly. Right, you do yeah. that, and you and you. You separate the, the, the country yeah, up. Which you can't, right. And and people have tried it before. But again, they keep on trying to make these giant fucking cards that they can't afford to do. And that no one gives a shit. Let's be honest. Do you really care who the best in Missouri is? No. All right. But the people in Missouri do. People in Missouri do. But are the people in Missouri going to travel to Florida to see who's Missouri against Florida? No. They, but they might do state versus state. See, that would be a good idea. But that's what we're talking a state, about. A state versus state, and then then an, an right. area versus area. Like, you right. take the winners but of see, each now state. When you get into events like that, then you're talking about, okay, well, i got to have a lot of money because it has to be a big show. That has to give people a and reason. And you don't have time. In. Think about that would be a full-time. Like, you would have to do shows every weekend. Basically. In every state. You or not, not in every state. but You like, have to do one every weekend. Because it's 50 states, right? 51, 52 if you want to do Puerto Rico. So you have to have one every What's weekend. What's 51? Fif wouldn't it be? 51 with Puerto 50 Rico. with Puerto Rico, right. And, and you then, can count Guam. Right. Maybe. Guam be cool. So you. Shout you, out. It's one a week. No one's going to fucking do that. You, yeah, you don't. You no one's you got don't, that capital for you it. You know. Right? And you, that would take so much planning. But that's what I'm saying. Like, But now you're talking about if we do a simple tournament. And I can sit there and say, I want to do it locally for everybody outside of the state. Pay-per-view, five bucks, do this. Patreon, you automatically get the like the password. Fucking done. Done. Yeah, it's, and it's, if they share with their friends, I don't good. give a fuck. Go. Share, I don't give a fuck. Share, share. Here, here's my album. Go ahead, copy and do it. People don't fucking get it. You know yeah. what the, one of the biggest things that we did that, that one of the artists that, that I work with that fucking nobody knew? I sat there and I had to make the sales pitch. What's the one thing that people fucking always get yelled at at concerts for? Put the phone down. Don't film. No one wants to film. Why? Why the fuck? Listen, I get it. If there's someone behind you, shut that shit off. But if everybody's filming, film it. Film it. Tag me. I'll fucking share it. Share the shit out of it. Guess who all of a sudden within Blew up. three years went from like 15,000 fans on Facebook to over a million because you share the footage. Yeah. You share the footage. It's not like we're talking about fireworks. Man, fucking share the album. Share the album. I don't make money off of it anyway. Yeah, nobody make makes money, money off the album. I make money off of merch. Well, that's not true. If you're an independent, then like, yeah, you make money off the album because it, you Yeah, but no, who's buying albums anymore? A lot of people, actually. I don't think so. Like, I think... Vinyl albums have sold well, more than Well, maybe CDs. actual vinyl albums. But you're still, still selling But albums. most people, what's the most... Just digital. Digital. But you're still buying the album. I don't know. I 
why do that when you can join Spotify for fourteen ninety five a month and listen to every fucking album ever made? Right. I don't disagree with you, but people still are buying albums. Problem is the artists aren't making money. That's a whole different argument that right. I said. So I, who said? I think it was. There was a bit, and I think it's the same thing for everything. Um, I can't remember who it was. They were like, it was like, they were like, give away the music and get out there and tour. I think it was Foo Fighters. I think yeah. it was Dave Grohl. He's like, go ahead, take the music. Just come seven to my Dust, show. Remember the band Seven Dust? Yeah. They toured for seven years straight before they could start selling out. Like now they're back to just touring hardcore. But Metallica made their whole life. Every band from the 80s made their whole fucking life because of bootleg tapes and CDs. Like, yeah. It's just the way that it is, man. Just bootleg tapes, really, not CDs. Give it away and let and let people the more the cooler it is, the more like the more people that listen to it, the more people that know about it, they'll come to the shows. Right. And and that's the thing. And it's it's literally statistically proven that that actually boosted the record industry like the like Napster and all that stuff, which is why Spotify and everything else came out after the fact. The thing is is that they still don't understand it. The money maker for all artists is always merchandise. The record industry like the the record label usually made most of the money from the shows. But so the deal was if you were the record label and I was the artist, you say like listen, I'm paying I thought for they you. made it on album sales, the no. the label. Uh, the label did. The label Back does. in the day. The album was... sales, no, the album sales and ticket sales. So it would really be more of like depending on what the deal is, it's like the album sales is more the record label, but at the end of the day, the record label still pays for the tour, right? So you sit there and say, I'm sending you guys on a tour 150 shows, right? I still got to get my money back from the show. Everything else, ticket sales comes from you. So if it costs me 50000 to put on a show, you make $100,000 that night on the show on the ticket sales. Here's yours. Let me get my 20% manager fee like normal. Merchandise is all yours, right? Fucking A. So why do you think Kiss fucking blew up? Because they said, put my name on that, put my face on that, put my that, because that's 100% my money. Record labels finally realized, holy shit, we're losing a lot, a, lot, a lot of money on it. So what they do, they created what's called 360 deals. So now they get a piece of everything. So that's why I say independent artists that were smart to own their own publishing. Like the Clutch. End. Clutch Clutch owns everything on themselves. Owns everything. It they got their own label. Them. They have every. It's like right. everything Clutch does. Is Which is why they don't spend a lot of money on a lot of stuff. But they control their image. They control the tour. They control the albums and stuff like that. So if an album tanks... They they feel it and they're gonna have to tour more and stuff. Other bands like uh, oh, what the hell is it called? Lion Eyes, like same thing. They don't make a lot of money, but they're a great band. I love them. I know you've heard of them like one or two tracks, but you don't know them that big. You know Joe was in a video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. One of Lion Eyes's videos. Yeah, no, and they're an awesome band. They're great people. They got a they got a song about um, my favorite song that Lion Eyes does is a song about Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. So rad. They're a good fucking band, man. They don't get enough credit. But either way, so the thing is with like all these promoters and stuff, like especially with jujitsu, they are fucking up hardcore. And then I can sit there and tell you there's there's a couple of names and stuff that I know of like gym owners who have a lot of money, who have stepped out of jujitsu because they're losing money. Like just because they, they just aren't doing their marketing right. Which is why I get so mad and I get so heated when I see these stupid ads of like, 
oh, find out how you can get 1,500 new attendants to your gym like every month. Like You know what's man. funny is we don't want people at Temple. <laughs> yeah, no. Isn't that weird? It's like, like if you find us welcome and yeah. if you if you if you make it through the process you 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 don't just because you welcome a specific vibe right and if you come if you come to us and you don't match our vibe our vibe you're not going to last yeah. and and we don't put up with it we've asked people to leave because they yeah. were just negative yeah so it's not about the money it's, it's not literally, about the money it's literally about the love for like fitness and martial arts right so it's like we could we could market a lot more, but we don't because we don't we don't we don't want to have to give every, Tom, Dick, and Harry that comes by a membership. Yeah. You gotta you got no, you, 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 you. It's like you have to. We have to accept you yeah. to no, become you a be member part of the club. You got to be part of the club. That's why yeah. it's Mar- Temple Martial Arts and Fitness Club. Yeah, no, it's a hundred percent. It and it's again that's a specific marketing branding setup that it's isn't created it's organic yeah so but like you know with these people it's like they don't fucking get it man they think i love jujitsu how can i make money from jujitsu i know i'll put an event i'll have the best fucking tournament Uh, wrong motherfucker shit doesn't work that way no i can tell you i had to sit there and grind i sat there and poured artists in in venues all over the globe when i tell you international international i had to put like one artist in the same venue for five years before it was able to really pick up and now i can sit there and put them in that same city in the biggest venue in that city and sell out because we had to sit there and you put in the work you're not gonna make an overnight sensation fight to win busted their ass so i have all respect oh yeah for seth and everybody in Fight to Win, he puts on a great show, which is why he got picked up to do ADCC. ADCC has its own things that it has to grow and improve on. I think there's certain things that I would do different on Fight to Win. But all in all, they have the right setup for what they want to do. I would do something different because I don't want I don't want to put an event for the family. I want to put an event for the motherfuckers that are in it that want to sit there and do it i don't want to do an event where it's like oh it's about getting high and smoking weed yeah that shit doesn't fucking fly you're gonna get fucking hood rats go take your hood rats like and do that that's not the shit that that i would want to do like i want to sit there and create a business i can create a business that would sell ebi i could sit there and give you a, a dissertation on why eddie bravo fucked it up like it's just it is what it is and the writing's on the wall he had to take ebi to mexico because it was cheaper and then like it was where the investments and everything was you have your own academies and even they don't want to sit there and pay for the ebi so what how are you going to sit there and make that so you're not really doing it to improve like the martial art you're doing it for yourself you're doing it for for like your own team so then why don't you just do your own academy fucking tournament and see who's the best in yeah. 10th planet because at the end of the day the only people that come out of 10th planet that people know boogeyman freakazoid nate orchard right and maybe a couple of people here and there some smaller ones but that's really it who else do you got i have no idea exactly but i don't i'm not a 10th planet you know no but they're in jujitsu no i understand i just but i don't 
Like, well, you know me. I don't know barely any of the names that I should know. Yeah, no, but I mean. Because I don't pay attention to that. To me, to me, it's ju- like what I, I love jujitsu. I like competing in jujitsu. But it's not my life, so yeah. I don't. I'm not that the, the re, when we when we said we were going to start this podcast, I was like, okay, but I don't want to just talk about jujitsu. And we don't. And we don't. Right. right. But and there's a reason for that because if we're we not, want that, go listen to anybody else. Yeah, we're not jujitsu nerds. Like, and there, I think there is a jujitsu nerds podcast, but I, yeah. I I didn't mean it like that. But we're not no, yeah, yeah. nerds about jujitsu. This isn't all we think about. This yeah. isn't all we do. It's we, it's something we're passionate about, but it's not what the only thing that makes us who we are as a person. Some people really don't have anything else. Like Mikey, he's got pasta and jujitsu. Pasta and jujitsu. He needs yeah. a shirt that says that. Mikey, yeah. if, you, if you ever watch this episode or whatever. but Dude, after like, I'll tell you what's funny is after like 10 years, or not 10 years, after like five years since he's been gone, he commented on one of my pictures. I'm like, yeah. finally, Mikey. Yeah, no. He's in his own world. Well, he dude, he's, he's, dude, he's... Mikey is a certified jujitsu star. For sure. Is he uh is he still with that chick? You know? I think he's still with that chick. I didn't know he had a girlfriend. I don't know. Are you really? Yeah, no. no, he got a girlfriend. He was all about he was all putting her on face on Instagram stuff. I'm like, shit. Really? Yeah, he's oh, yeah. on the sto- he's big on the stories. Yeah. Like I've seen him sto- I I've seen his stories and I you go in there and it looks like little dots each story. I'm like, yeah. dang, Mikey. Yeah, he posts a lot. But he well, also what's funny is, people a lot. That's why. What's funny is Tammy is one I like is off of social media. It's never been her thing. She's never liked the line. She was, but she at one point she was like their mouthpiece. She yeah. was the one doing their social media. I think she just. It was before school really like took hold of her, and then I think she probably got intimidated with the amount of attention that she was getting. Because remember that. Like with the whole arm break thing with Michelle Nagui yeah, match, yeah. like I remember talking to her about it. She's like, I don't want to be the the poster girl for women's jujitsu. It's not. I don't want that. She's like, I shouldn't be anybody's role model. I was like, damn. That's Actually, harsh. the problem is, is yes, you, you should. Are. Yeah. You you're you're like you are a great like both her with and great Mikey. power comes great responsibility. Yeah, but like they're. The reason they're winning everything is because they've worked so hard. Yeah, and we've seen it. Like, yeah. like this before they were even you know, you know, black belts. They were in there drilling hours a day. Yeah, on their own, just it's the two why of them. She was able to not train for an entire year, practice for four weeks, and come back and win worlds. So it's it's already in there. It's I mean, listen, people choose their own path for a reason, but. Either way, it's it's one of those things, man. Like it's it's been bugging me the like this whole thing with Substars, and I really hope that they get their shit together. Like it seems to me like it's tank because he can't show his face anywhere in Miami. You just can't. Like you owe people money. Don't you well, can't show he, up? The thing I don't know if he got kicked out of fight sports. I wouldn't see why not. Because like the post that Cyborg made was like he was one of our guys. I don't know if he's not training anymore. Dude, or... you can't show your face anymore. Are you kidding me? You well, owe... it, how many people in fight sports does he owe? Cyborg, uh, Maggie. Tex, Maggie. I forget the other guy's name. The guy that competed against uh, Nikki Rod, um, Roosevelt, Coco. Ro- right, so Roosevelt, Coco. I mean, who like a bunch of people? Did Wagner compete? 
Wagner competed. So, you, like, that's the last person you want to owe fucking money to. Like, and I think he's, uh, Wagner is, is one of the nicest guys. But if you owe him money, he's going to call you out. Like, uh, the fact that he didn't post anything shows how busy Wagner is. Like, he doesn't get sucked into the social media bullshit. But I'm sure if I sat there and brought a, brought a mic to his face and said, hey, Wagner, like, what do you think about this? He'd probably go off. It's like, but that's not someone that, that I would want to owe money to. Cause for I wouldn't sure want to owe money to anybody. That too. But it's like, man, you can't show your face at all. And if you try to ever, it, it'd be no different than. Well, uh, no, he he could he can come back from this if he could pay he paid everybody, everybody, what he promised them. See, I think guys like, like, um, AJ, he paid. I think the the sumo guys he paid. Like, I think he paid them, like, off the bat. But I think the majority of the other people he probably took advantage of. Like, I think he knew, like, I, I'm sure that Blades didn't get paid. Like, Blades probably didn't get paid. Curtis Blades. Man, it was, you know, what's funny is, like, man, I, like, I have some funny photos and videos of AJ backstage with, like, the whole sumo thing. Like, I was talking to him. Like, I was hanging out and we were joking around and stuff. I'm like... You really had to go all out for this, huh? Like, you had to wear that? He's like, man. Dude, he's been training yeah, at Combat like, Club. He's like, my dick is definitely going to come out tonight. I'm like, fuck. It's hilarious. I was like, man, did you, like, I said, I was like, I'll be honest with you. It's like, if you would have told me even six months ago that I was going to get to see you in a full sumo, like, setup, like, I would have told you, like, you're fucking crazy. He's like, yeah, me too. <laughs> what I think what most people don't, the most amazing thing is he's basically lost 100 pounds. Bro, he looks jacked. And I was talking to him about that. I was like, so you're not lifting with flex anymore. He's like, bro, I can't sustain that. He's like, I was thick. He's like, I could not sustain that, that kind of size. He's like, I don't know how they do that. He's like, I just could not sustain it. But he looked fucking like a sexy beast, man. He was jacked. He was lean. And I was like... I, I think he it. said he's walking around about 235. I, I, for sure. I'm like, but that's the, the leanest 235 I've ever seen. I mean, he, he looked like he could have gone down to 185 all over again. But I give it a year. I give it a year. He's going to come back into the UFC. I thought sure. he was already trying. I, they, there was talks about it, and he was kind of, like, dodging on it. But I think within the year, he's going to be back in the UFC for sure. I think right now he's just working on his grappling and getting his name back out there. And I give him all the credit in the world, man. I've always been a big fan of AJ as a fighter. But as a person, I think he, he's an awesome dude. Um, so I'm really curious to see what he decides to do. And, like, I would love to see him fight because he looked good grappling-wise. And for sure, he still has hands. So Yeah. It, yeah. That's funny. I was talking with Jay-Z one day. Is He's like, the reason he got out of fighting because he hated grappling. He hated grappling, and now here he is doing grappling tournaments Which is, everywhere. that's what I think is awesome. I was like, it's kind of like he took it head on, and that's what he was talking about, like the sumo thing. He's like, it made him uncomfortable, but he's like, I'm going to go into it like head on. So I think it might be one of those things where he might have had like a little come to Jesus moment to a certain extent. Because, I mean, like, come on. Do you really think he would have done the whole butt cheek dance like five years ago? No, he seems to be... He seems to be more comfortable in his own skin. Yeah, yeah, for, for sure. sure. That is good. But either way, man. So the big thing this week is Gilbert. 
Yep. Gilbert fighting Damian Maya. Yeah, it's huge. The rest of the card is actually pretty good, man. I haven't even looked at the rest of the Amanda card. Amanda Rebus is in there. Honey What's Yaya. the main event? Uh, Kevin Lee against, I forget who. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, but, oh, uh, Charles Oliveira. Yeah, Charles Oliveira, which that should be a pretty high-energy fight. But Gilbert against Damian Maya, man, I'm that's, so looking that's forward gotta to That's got to be co-main event, right? Co-main event. Yeah, I'm... I'm I'm stoked for that. I'm super stoked for that. I wish I could be in Brazil. Like all I can think of week. though is is will it be a jujitsu match or will it be a kickboxing match? I think it would be a stand up grappling match. I think it'll be striking until until Damian Maya feels Gilbert's hook. Once he feels that hook, then it's going to be a match against the the wall, and then it's going to be a, a stand-up grappling match like of inches. Like it'll be of inches. Well, it's, it's the what, first person that gets down on the floor is probably the one. That's it's gonna, old school versus new school. Not even. I wouldn't even say that. I I would see it as a passing of the torch to Gilbert. But it is. It's like Damian Maya. When did he win the world championship? Like two thousand four. Yeah. And and. When did Gilbert win? 2011, 2012, something like that. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't remember. I don't remember when I he can't won remember it. it. Right. Um. So it's like it's it's another gen. It's it's really not old school versus new school. It's just previous generation versus newer generation. I I think if Damian Maya would have started MMA earlier, it probably would have gotten to where Gilbert is now. And Gilbert has still a long way to progress. He's got so much more potential well, with the, the, his striking what, and everything. But what, I think that Damian Maya truthfully wishes he had what Gilbert has now. Well, and Damian Maya will never have what Gilbert has, For which sure. is one knockout, one one punch knockout. Right. Power. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like that's why I think. It's well, like, that's not even something you can really develop. Like. I, no, I'm sure you, you can, can develop it. You could get the technique to oh, talk hit the button. Talk about technique. Huh. Did you watch the Sean O'Malley match? No, I didn't get to watch this whole. Holy part. cow, dude! Yeah, I heard he, he looked. Them up. He looked incredible. Yeah, incredible. Yeah, I didn't get to watch any of the fights. All I saw was and the Joanna fight. I think she got robbed. Yeah, I just. I'm saying it, Joanna. I think you got robbed. It was a great fight. Not that Zhang did terrible or yeah. didn't did not win. To me, watching that fight. Well, Yoana, by the numbers, by the numbers, technically Yoana won. Oh, she outstruck her by at least forty. I yeah. think it was forty uh, strikes. I'd have to. But it was all up and down. Like Zhang out out pointed or outstruck her to the head. Right. But um, Yoana like pieced up her body and legs way more. Yeah, I have to watch it. I have it's to a watch great it. fight. It really is. It's like, and here's the thing: I, I if Yoana didn't get that huge hematoma. I think she probably would have won. She would have won. I think because I think the judges saw that and was like, "That's too much damage." That was a lot. She looked like the elephant man. She really did. Yeah, it was really looked like John Merrick. Yeah, I am not an animal. That was really really bad. Shout out to William Hurt. Man, so you worried about this coronavirus? I just want to get. I, I want everybody to get it. So it's. Gone. No, man. You don't want anybody to get it. Italy is in lockdown. Yeah, I know. Well, as we as we've been doing this, uh, Trump just locked down travel from Europe. Oh, really? Completely? Is that what popped up? Yep. I good. You should have done that like three weeks ago. No, 
He's doing everything at the right time because you... You don't want to cause a panic early. You can't cause a panic, and you had... Like, he shut down travel from China. People don't remember this. Yeah. But he shut it down back in December. Yeah. Which, you know, that was a long time to act on that. He was like, okay, we're... We can't have this going on. No, but I don't think he co- he closed it down. From, no, it limited it from China. From Wuhan, there were specific cities that they shut down travel from. The problem was is that they they shut down travel from those direct cities. But if someone went from like Wuhan to Seoul to California, like they, they were still allowed in, which is why I think we have the cases that we have. Like this morning, I think, or last night, they announced that we have an official case down in Broward. Um, well, there was I, one in Miami. Well, somebody died in Florida. Yeah. Yes, today. But it's so stupid, man. That's what fucking pisses me off. It's like, granted, you don't know for the 14 days or whatever the incubation period is, but you still fucking travel. It's the people that traveled and came back and just like, like, that's what pisses me off. And now there's people that think it's funny to like cough in other people's faces or whenever they're like they're having like arguments on the street they're doing the whole <coughs> coughing in your face thing i, I got not see that yeah, yeah yeah no listen i'll let you know right now like actually there's a bunch of videos uh about people doing that in china the stuff that i've seen coming out of china man is so well, gross they're shooting people no but like i've watched people like someone's like walking past they're like spit in their hand and they throw it on people's back as they walk past them i've seen guys go and like lick their hand and lick the buttons on the elevator and like spreading it and stuff like really really out of hand stuff Here, here's how much i i'm freaked out about it is this is coming from the person who doesn't believe in washing his hands oh i've been washing the shit out of my I'm hands sure. number one number two i only i only believed in washing my hands before i ate and, but never, like, I, I didn't believe in washing my hands after going to the bathroom because my dick's clean. That's disgusting. But, but what I'm freaked out about is, like, I don't want to go visit my grandmother. You can't. You can't. Like, because I was in Orlando last week. Yeah. You know, I went to, I uh, had the work retreat, and we ended up going to the whole, the whole uh, company went to Universal. Yeah. Who knows who was there? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's like, like the ride, the sitting in the ride before you and stuff. Yeah, so were it's the like lines long or short. They were short. It was dead, dude. I want to go just because the lines was are so dead. short. It was dead. I was like, I want to go this weekend just because. Well, the no. Lines well, are think so about short. this. The, uh, Ohio's thinking about locking down anything more than 250 people. Yeah. There's a there's a UFC coming up. Yeah. From Ohio. Well, that's what California just did with the uh, with IABJJF. Yeah. So, I mean, tons of people, but. I well, mean, that's a competitor thing, but I wonder if they can have the like if they're still going to have the fights or they're going to well, they, cancel the card. I mean, they they've done. Uh, I know the NBA has postponed games for two weeks. Well, did you hear about what they're doing for soccer? No, for college basketball, they're doing it with no with no spectators. No spectators. Yeah, that's happened tons of times in in football or football in soccer. They did it um, in I want to say like early two thousands because of um, issues that they were having with fans they did an entire season like a good two-thirds of a season for like the premier league with no fans like absolutely zero fans were allowed in the stadiums here's what i want to know if you get it and and you beat it can you get it again i would probably say that you could get a new um strain strain of it but i'm i don't think that I, th- I think there's only one strain of this well no that's the problem so from what i've read and from what i've heard it's 
this is the 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 novel, the new strain of the coronavirus that went from an animal to a human, which is what's freaking everybody out. I don't think that's true, though. It is. No, I don't think it did go from an animal to it a human. Did. That's that's literally like they they know that that's what it came no they from. don't because they they this that came from China and I just read the other day that that now they're thinking it didn't come from the animal actually I read it this morning that it didn't come from an animal that uh, it came from uh, it's a because the reason why they're saying it it, it did not come in from an animal because animals aren't getting it now. That's but there's the different strains we're already in the animals so that's what i'm saying like it they already know i i forget it the first they thought it was bats but now they they have it narrated down to something else that like that it originally came from it was already in that animal which is why it transferred over to humans that's the issue that they're having right now so every time that a virus like gets like a new strain like that it becomes weaker in certain parts and stronger in others so I think it would be no different than like the cold. You get the cold every year. The cold is the cold, but it's a new strain of that cold or like the flu. So you're, you might be immune to the old strain, but you're not going to be immune to the new one. I don't know. I'm not going to pretend like I'm an expert, just only what I read. And I, that's the other thing that's driving me crazy is all the of a sudden information. No, all of a sudden, everybody's an, oh, uh, yeah. uh, a, a, a virus expert. All I know is that people are toilet paper experts, evidently. And evidently, the cure for coronavirus is toilet paper. I went to, to Costco the other day. The entire back section of bottled water, paper towels, and toilet paper, empty. 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 It was never, I've never even seen an empty when I went there during hurricanes. It was empty. So but for crazy. sure, you can't go see your grandma. You yeah, do, I, definitely can't. Like she technically shouldn't even be leaving the house. Well, I told her, I called her. I was talking to her today. I was like, Nana, you need to be like, I've been like ever since we went up to uh, North Carolina, I've been making her take those airborne chews. Yeah. I said, are you taking your chews? And she's like, oh, no, I haven't. But I go, you need to get on that. Yeah, but it, she's going to be 90 in a couple weeks. So crazy. But I'm saying, listen, my grandma's in the midst of the worst part of Europe. Yeah, she's in Italy. She's literally in, like, in Italy, in the epicenter of everything that's going on. My cousin works at a at a hospital, and they shut it down. Like, they have doctors are literally just making the decision of who's to die. Like, because there's not enough doctors to, to help. Like, and they're even letting nurses with coughs and stuff like that still work with patients now. Yeah, they as long as yeah, they have to. They, yeah. they don't have enough people. Like, that's why I get mad with everybody saying, like, oh, free health care and socialist health care and all this stuff. Like, shit, like, listen, man, like, the health care system in Italy is the worst. And not only that, there's more senior citizens and people over, like, 50, 60 in, in Italy than there are younger people. That's just the way that it is. So there's tons of people that are at risk to spreading it. Streets are fucking empty, empty. They're not even allowed to go anywhere. Like they're postponed weddings. They postponed funerals. Like they they just have dead bodies like sitting there. It's like it is as close to a zombie apocalypse like that you can fucking get. Yeah. It really, really is. So my grandma right now is freaking out. It's bad enough she's a hypochondriac. 
So she's freaking out. Like she's not even leaving the house and she's been washing her hands to the point where it's like raw, where their hands are bleeding. So like we call her up every couple of hours just to try and calm her down and stuff. But man, it's getting out of hand, which is why I said at the beginning, I'm surprised that no one's made the discussion in jujitsu. Like that's why I get mad at people like don't fucking come into class sick, man. Yeah, no, no, no. I've been out for six weeks with a sinus infection. You can't catch a sinus infection, but I'm still not going to risk, number one, my immune system, or two, maybe having something that somebody else can catch. Like, people don't fucking get it. And here's the thing. Fuck my immune system. There's people that literally have immune deficiency, like, disorders. Like, alpha-1. There's there's tons of other ones, right? They have to take shots of plasma medicines into their stomach on a nightly basis. So every time people fuck around and cough, sneeze without covering their mouth, you're literally putting someone's life in danger, like in danger. It's pretty crazy, man. So it's like you got to think past yourself, especially. So if you're sick, if you have a cold, a flu, whatever, don't go to class, man. Don't go train. Just don't. Yeah, there, why, don't. there's no you can. You're not going to sweat it out and you're not going to sit there. Oh. Like, I hate, like, when you and I fuck around, I'm like, you don't have allergies. Like, don't fucking say, oh, I have allergies. I do have allergies. Right. I know I'm that for 100%. You don't, right. But don't fucking show, go up to class, oh, I have allergies. Even if you do, it doesn't make anybody right. else comfortable. Like, Well, dude, I'll tell you what. Monday night I was in yoga. Yeah. And I heard a guy cough. And you automatically, and it, like. But it wasn't like. It was a wet cough. It was a wet cough with like phlegm and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it was like it was like as you wash your hands. Yeah. <laughs> but like it I, was, I have tons of hand sanitizer. Yeah. Like this is oh this is fresh. I gotta keep this. This is gold right here. You can't find this anywhere now. But uh, he coughed and it was like a, a super like phlegmy cold. Like like he has something. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, why are you here? Why are you here? Yeah. I gotta sweat it out, bro. It's just allergies. And sweat it out in your. Friggin' shower. Yeah. Put a, t- take a hot bath. But I told you, like when, we, like, when we had the podcast right after Miami, like, I was getting, like, I was this close. I was literally this close to, like, being worried. Like, I legitimately might have it because my parents went to China in December. Yeah. But then yeah. I'm like, well, that's, like, a month. So you're not going to carry it for a no, month. No, you got it. They, they say most people show symptoms in five days. Yeah, 14 days is the incubation period. Right, but, but normally, right, but like, is... Not the like is the biggest window is fourteen days, yeah. but most people start showing symptoms within five days. Yeah, and like and that's what I'm saying. Like I was legitimately panicked, and then not even because, like, okay, like I've had this for a while, but like I woke up one morning out of nowhere and I had a cough and I started coughing up, but it wasn't chunks; they were like pellets. I'm like, oh shit, whatever this is, this isn't good. So it's that's why, but like. I said, we're not doing the podcast. Like, I didn't go train. I didn't do anything except, like, work. I locked myself up in my hotel room when I sat there and had to do the, my my conference for work and stuff. Like, But, man, like, don't fucking go out there, man. Just don't. It's It literally costs you nothing. It costs you nothing to sit there and just worry about other people because there's other people that have very, very bad immune system. Older people... Just kids that have, even though this isn't contracting to kids as much. Yeah, it's like, weird, right? Yeah, it's pretty crazy. But it makes sense. It's they have healthier lungs, but again, kids are still getting it. But they're we shaking don't, it off pretty quick. Yeah, but we also don't have the tests to find out who's got what. And dude, we don't know what what this could lead to. 
Well, the problem is, even if you if you look at history and you look at like the flu epidemics and stuff, it everybody keeps on saying, oh, once it warms up, it goes away. That's not the case. It comes back twofold. So when there was like a big flu epidemic, there was that's there the was, flu. This is no, but again, it's well, still it, an epidemic. But here, 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 here's here's why I believe it slows down in warmer weather. Mm. South America has got barely any cases. They're in their summer right now. Yeah, but they're also as bad as this sound. I think it's areas that have more Asian population got hit first because it was coming Rio's from China. Rio's got a ton of a ton. Yeah. But I, I, and I don't disagree with you. Yeah. Because, but I, I think it's not so much as the warm weather, but as much as when it's cold, you automatically get sniffly. And you sneeze and you rub your hand, like your nose, and like you do this and stuff like that. You're like, so it's gonna happen in colder regions. You, you know, we don't have it here as much. No, I just, it, it just that's, I don't know, but I, but like I looked at the map the other day, and yeah. I was like, huh. Yeah, but that's not true though, because I think there's, because then you got. You can look at the. the what's cool is you you yeah. can look at the real time map. MERS is the scary one too. MERS. Middle Eastern Respiratory Syndrome. That's the other one. And that one came from camels. But it's but around. Iran's being decimated. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, again, it's it. I'm telling you, that's, decimated. that's the scary part. Yeah, that's the scary part. Did you see the, was it like the Iranian prime minister or whatever it was? He was like on the news saying like, oh, there's nothing to worry about. We don't have it. While he's sweating Wet bullets. Bull yeah. And then like two hours later, he's in the hospital. People, like, don't fucking get it, man. They don't fucking get it. Look at all the, like, the politicians now that are self-quarantining. That's bullshit. Well, That's it's not smart. It's not self-quarantining. Tracy's boss went to the APAC. Really? And there was supposedly somebody there to have it. They they came back, went to work. Like, but that's the whole thing is you don't know. You don't know. You, who you're going to be around. But that's what I'm saying. It's like there's that one asshole who knows he's sick. And he still shows up. Yeah, they up. get off on that. So there's some people that get get off on oh, yeah, that yeah. too. Some people are like, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's the people. If you look it up, there's people that are doing like, if they get into like an argument on the street, they're, <clears throat> I'll let you know right now. I don't care if you're 80. I don't care if you're 10. If you coming at me and you start doing that whole coughing in my face thing, I will punch you in the face so hard, they will take me to jail. Well, and here and here's the thing, hey, that could be considered uh, assault with a deadly weapon. There have been there have been people arrested in the past, like if someone spit on someone, that they considered it like chemical warfare or something like that. It's a, it's been in in uh, in courts before, so you're not wrong. All right, I think we should probably call it a quits. It's a little late. Yeah, I got a shower. It's uh, but we had a good podcast today. Um, listen, guys, stay safe. Shower. Use jujitsu soap. It's not even about selling the stuff or promoting them. Like this stuff is legitimately good um people are running out uh at the grocery store you might as well just put your order in you'll get it at a discount you're not like i mean it doesn't hurt anybody um if you're sick don't train if you don't feeling good if you'll run down just play it safe man don't train um last thing we want to hear is that anybody that uh is in the hospital for this stuff we can cut this out pretty quick 
if everybody is smart like it, this is something that that we can all chip in together and work on and, and squash it pretty quick uh don't forget to follow us on instagram follow sean at gorilla boy bjj follow me at sonder marketing you can follow the podcast uh at jujitsu radio don't forget to check out jujitsu radio.com big shout out to our sponsors choke aloha giraffe choke and jujitsu soap code check them out use the promo codes get the discount Happy 100. Happy 100. We did it. Peace. Peace. You can't leave us. Here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence, and nobody can hang with my stuff. Keep stealing. Woo! Wheeling, dealing. Living, being right. Jet flying. Son of a gun. And I'm having a hard time. 